0: Sounds so
1: good. Oh, boy. I found him. Guess who's back? You hear him. He was in his cave. Yeah. The Fantasy Squatch himself. I have awakened him from his hibernation. It's been far too long since I've heard the voice of the Fantasy Squatch on the Fantasy Chairman podcast Oh, it's it's good to see you, buddy. Uh-huh. It's good to see you.
0: Do you still do you have a still Dre drop on there? Oh no, but I need oh, one. <laughs> we should get a still Dre drop. And then guess who's back? Like we could really. I mean, you could do that for any guest that you have on. This. You can do it every time. That's true. Yeah,
1: I might grab a still Dre drop uh, okay. at some point. Good. good, 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 good. Oh, but the Squatch is awakened. He's been in a long. Deep sleep preparing for the 2021 NFL season. And I know he's just been having some fantasy dreams. And as I trekked my way through the dark forests of the Pacific Northwest, trying to make my way up here to awaken this monster, and Alex and I brought you the Squatch Square Off mini sods to get you ready for your draft. Fantasy Squatch here. He's got some fire to lay down for you.
0: That's right. I heard the I heard the uh, ominous echoes of those of those minisodes that oh, you were doing. Yep, yep. So they were good. Oh, they're
1: they're pretty good.
0: Yeah, I liked them.
1: I think I won the majority of them. So yeah. draft my players,
0: people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Compelling.
1: Yes, absolutely. So we're here to get some hot takes, some
0: thoughts, insight. Insight. You ever seen um, dreams? You ever seen Wall Street? Yeah, I'm Charlie Sheen. No <laughs> way. <laughs> Who's it? What's the other guy's actual name? Um, something. I'm the older guy. Oh yeah, I'm the. Guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, in everything. He's still. Yeah. he's like a he's like a silver fox. I don't know why I'm blinking. I okay. forgot his name. I don't know, but anyway, I'm that I'm the other guy. We need Statman Kyle here. We do. We need <laughs> we need Castman Kyle. <laughs> That's it. Pull up that cast. Goodness. I'm the other guy, anyway. I, I'm the insider. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I'm, I'm just going to talk about some good stuff, some in some uh, information, some some insight that I've been thinking about. Just a lot of stuff that I hear rhetoric or lines that people have been talking about lately. That I'm like, mm, that sounds sexy, but it's really, really. Off the ledge, honestly.
1: <laughs> I am ready to have to rein you in a little bit. Yes, if, that's if, why. if that's what we, we got to do.
0: My ledge but is different than your ledge, than, different than anyone's ledge. So,
1: <laughs> The Squatch stands on a little taller ledge <laughs> than most people. Yeah. And it sticks out a little bit farther.
0: <laughs> so, Exactly. That's why you're here.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well... You ready to lay down some fire? Yeah,
0: I am. Let's do this. That was me. (laughs) That's your signal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. All right. First thing I want to talk about, obviously, is that this season we have one extra game, right? Yeah. And a lot of people are like, "Mm, no big deal, right? Uh, Stats-wise, we get obsessed with how that's going to work with stats. But what about health? Let's get into the mind of that what kind of implications are we going to find from the amount of carries and touches that I don't know, any position has. And so the thing that I was thinking about most when I thought about that was quarterback, man, not so much unless you're rushing. And a lot of even the rushing quarterbacks are trying to take a step back from that, like Kyler and Josh Allen, but, and even wide receivers kind of, I guess, just like, cause they are getting just, they're getting the ball more, but, I think the biggest thing that we're looking at here is running backs for me. Anyway,
1: I can understand that for sure. Yeah, for es- sure.
0: Especially when we count carries like the way we do. Um, and so the big thing for me, I feel like when everyone, you, this is another thing I hear a lot. League winner league oh, Darnell Mooney league winner. Okay, cool. sweet like that's fine to say and I, you know every time I see it or hear it I'm like cool okay but Darnell Mooney to the moon yeah Darnell to the moon cool whatever (laughs) okay great but I feel like in January the league winner league winners are gonna be guys like Alexander Madison they're gonna be guys like AJ Dillon and hear me out I'm talking about our running backs right now obviously but if you think about when these top guys got have ever gotten injured, let's talk about Aaron Jones, obviously, because I just referenced AJ Dillon. I just got in this huge debate. It wasn't an argument, Alex. It was a debate with this guy on <laughs> Sleeper. I didn't – it wasn't an argument. But what I said, because he was just this uh, Marcus Valdez, Scantling truther, and I was like, okay, let's – I mean, I'm hearing this guy out. Cool. Um. But when I really thought about it, I was like, "What'd they do the last time?" Because Devonte had Liz Frank. Was that last year? Uh, no, or two years ago. when It I made was that two trade years ago. Alex. Yeah, yeah. So what'd they do? They ran the explicit out of the ball, and yeah, they passed here and there. Robert, I think Tanyan got some exposure during that. But for the most part, Aaron Jones was Aaron Jones during that time, and you can you know give me the. F- Give me the if you want. Am I am I good on that?
1: I feel, I would say that you're good on that. Okay, feel, I'd give you the
0: the yeah, thumbs up. I mean, like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers dropped off or anything. I think he still had some stats, but for the most part, it wasn't like MVS or Lazard. Obviously, Saint Brown. Nobody. No, none of the wide receivers took over. They just put all of that offensive scheme. On Aaron Jones and a little bit on Jamal Williams, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jamal Williams was standalone value Mm -hmm. by himself there for a little while.
0: Yeah, really sneaky. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking for this year, especially with that extra week is like teams like the Packers. If Jones goes down, Dylan, we talk about league winners. He's going to explode. Alex Madison is a legit. He's he's good. He when he took over for Dalvin. He's freaking good. He will win you weeks if Dalvin goes down. And I see Dalvin going down, and I already kind of gave it away because Alvin's in Dalvin. But Alvin Kamara is another guy. (laughs) Alvin Kamara is another guy. They are going to run the explicit out of the ball. They're going to – I mean, who are they going to pass to? Until MT MT gets back, Slant Boy. Until he gets back. Tr- Troutman got carted off last well, night. Right? I was,
1: yeah, well, Troutman just got carted off, and it sounds like Nick Vanette, their other tight end, is also getting an MRI on his knee right now.
0: Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and they're dropping like flies
0: yeah, and I in New Orleans. I wasn't a huge Troutman believer, truther to begin with. I thought that he'd get looks, mm-hmm. but I don't really think he has a whole lot of skill. I just think he's massive. He's a big boy. All right. So, again, like... Who they, oh, Traquan to the moon. Okay, cool. All right. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, dog on that. But it's all about
1: Marquez Calloway now.
0: I mean, <laughs> is it though? That's like, you see that Jameis Marquez connection? I, I did. <laughs> and I know Jameis likes to gun it. But Peyton, Sean Peyton, will put the offense on Alvin Kamara. That's just how I, it's going to go. I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. And so that's my first thing is like, you guys. It, it, these, you're the owners and all that. When you're in a redraft this year, take into consideration or dynasties if you want to win this year, get the backup running backs. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard will win you. I mean, and the, like if Zeke goes down, they're not going to put it all on Tony Pollard. They have tons of talent on that team, but he could definitely. I mean, he's this is a hot take, obviously. Don't, don't at me. <laughs> And I'm At sorry. Fantasy Squatch. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he is I'm sorry again. This is going to be hard for a lot of you to hear. He's just as good as Zeke. Oh. He is. <sighs> He's just as good. I swear he is, dude. I mean, um, yeah, that's all. Red I'll say. face
1: sweat emoji. He's just as good. <laughs> I swear he is. All right. So are you telling me you're thinking that with one extra game this year as the NFL has already been trending more towards a committee back sort of play style that you think it's going to become even more committee Are they going to start utilizing the backup running backs more? Or are they going to try to control more of the touches that these true workhorse backs get? Or how do you find the balance? If the new Orleans saints offense is going to be run through Alvin Kamara I, he's not the type he's not the body size the build the type of back that i think is going to be able to hold up to that workload for 18 games so when do you where do you find the balance of balancing his workload but at the same time you're like holy crap he's literally the only guy we got
0: yeah well it's 17 <laughs> it's, games 18 weeks right
1: that's right yeah 17 games 18 but, weeks but still yeah.
0: no uh i mean like i said he's gonna get um the ball jammed into his throat because they don't have. I mean, and I'm not dogging on anyone else, but they really don't have much other than him right now until Slant Boy comes back.
1: But at the same time, I'm so I'm thinking he needs. You rest. Know, I, well, I think this yeah. is is going more towards your get the backup running back, right? Get that because I mean, just that extra game, especially for the running back position, like you were saying, is. There, you're gonna want those backup running backs because maybe Latavius Murray will get a little bit more work.
0: Mm-hmm. Or um, who's this Trey Scott Jr.? Is that his name? Or, or who's this new guy that with the glasses in his profile picture and the purple? Dreadful? Oh, is uh, it Trey Scott? Jr.? N- uh, I've,
1: no, there was a Tony Jones Jr. Tony Jones, Jr. that's who
0: it was. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, Tony Jones Jr. Looks, that they were using. <laughs> and I've heard people say he looks better than Latavius. And and Latavius is not guaranteed. It's like 2.98 or something. It's under three mil, which is less than they're playing Lindsay in Houston. So it's like, that's nothing compared to, I mean, if, if this guy, what's his name again? Scott Jr. Tony Jones. Tony Jones Jr. Sorry. (laughs) I'm so bad with names. Um, Tony Jones Jr. If he was looking better, like he might actually pick up, I mean, Alvin already gets spelled a little bit to begin with. and, I'm telling you guys right now, he's going to be a workhorse. He's going to be sweating in the sun. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think that Sean Payton, uh, LaFleur, I don't think these Zimmer, I don't think they go into a committee, but I think Madison, Dylan, um, I'm not even trying to pollard, his, pollard. Maybe. Yeah. No. Dude, you can't listen to a word McCarthy says. Don't even get me started. on that. <laughs> you can pick no. that guy up and throw him and he'll float in the air. But, um, I think honestly first things first, lock down these running backs for injuries cuz they're going to happen. It's not if it's when, I'm telling you right now. And yeah. on that note, with when you draft DeVonte Adams, don't expect 17 games. It's not happening. Whoa. It's not happening. Whoa. You're going to get top 3 production. That's wide receiver 1, man. Yeah, I mean, but you're not going to get. You're not getting 17 games. I, I can almost guarantee it. And there's not a Packer fan out there that isn't I get it, you might be shaking your head, but there's not some part of you that doesn't uh he's right. You know, <laughs> you know I'm right. I mean he's not, you're,
1: you're probably right. He's not glass man. You don't need 17 games, though. You only need 16 games because if you're smart, you're not playing in week eighteen for your championship. So
0: that's true, yeah. <laughs> But I mean I think he goes down at some point, concussion, leg, foot. I mean, I'm like I said, he's not glass man, and I love the guy I have a signed jersey by him, so I'm not dogging on him. I'm just saying.
1: Squatch getting premonitions in his dreams here.
0: He's gonna he's have seeing these things. He's gonna he might have game two, I don't know, maybe three. What or do
1: three. I do to prepare for that?
0: It's like what? I just said, you well, so you have to be able to take the team and be like, okay, what do you think they would do if Devontae goes down? Does that mean MVS is a wide receiver too? <laughs> no.
1: What about Randall Cobb, man? Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. (laughs) That was contingent. No, no, (laughs) no. His (laughs) return to Green Bay was contingent upon Randall Cobb coming back.
0: (laughs) Which I love and I think is awesome. That is pretty cool. It is awesome. Got him
1: out of the dreaded Houston Texans.
0: (laughs) That is all publicity. He's trying to embarrass Jerry Krause Jr. And he's trying to basically get his friend paid and get him back. He would do it with... um, with Jordy bombs too. Oh, if he could. absolutely. He'd, he'd do it with uh, J- uh, Jones mm-hmm. too. If oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So for I mean, sure. I mean, he's just trying to. He's just trying to, kind of, I don't know, karma. You could call it karma, but <laughs> he's throwing his power around a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> and he's very smart, so he can do it pretty well.
1: Yeah, that's a that is an Aaron Rodgers thing to do. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll move on though. I'll move on. Okay. Okay. We talked about <laughs> we talked about the running back stuff. So. But on that note, I think that, so tell me how you feel about this. One thing that I've been thinking about and I've kind of always had in mind, um, how much do you put into the offensive line proficiency or ranking in terms of running back production? Well. Is it dependent or is it like correlated with every single running back, do you think?
1: I think there's a lot of correlation there, but I think it kind of goes both ways. Because if you just have a stellar running back, then it kind of lifts the stats and the proficiency of the O-line. Makes them look good. It makes them look good and not necessarily the other way around. But if you have stellar O-line play with a not so great running back, then it's the O-line probably making the the running back look good.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. (laughs) Okay. It's it's definitely not one way or the other. In my again, obviously, this is an opinion. I'm not like this is how it is. But there's Saquon Barkley that make you know the his rookie year made him look pretty good. They weren't that bad. They were awful. They were right. god awful. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They always have been. Um, They're
1: still not great.
0: The Panthers O line. I don't know how good they actually are.
1: They've always been sort of mid middle, middle of the, the road. road, like. And more towards the back end. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've had a top 10 O-line finish recently. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think so.
0: And it won't ever really matter as long as 22 is in the backfield. Right. It really won't. Yeah. So that's kind of... Or Mike Davis. I guess Mike Davis too, <laughs> which was awesome. I loved watching that. Oh, yeah. Sad because he was a Seahawk and we didn't get any of that, but I loved watching all that. Mm-hmm. But um, so anyway, what I'm going, where I'm getting at here is that you have your Saquons, you have your CMCs, okay, and they're kind of like, it doesn't really matter. And uh, it will matter this year. I'm sorry for New York Giants. They are so bad. They have a actual paper mache front <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> oh, Kenny no. Galladay is not going to be able to run a five-step route. They're going to be three-step out slants ends. He doesn't run those. Okay. But I'm, don't let me divert here. I'm talking about running backs. Okay. <laughs> Saquon. Stay on track, squad. Yeah. Saquon, honestly, like, he has it to do all of that stuff, still be relevant, still make amazing plays. It's sad to watch how terrible they are, but he has it. Now, taking those two, maybe Alvin Kamara, and then go to the rest of the pack, mm-hmm. it's a huge deal. It's a huge—Jonathan Ta- Taylor. Mm-hmm. He's very, very good. He is very good. If he did not have the Colts offensive line, I do not think he would be anywhere near drafted for redraft in the first round. I and don't I, think so.
1: That's definitely where he's going right now.
0: I think he'd be in the Dobbins era. The, the, like down. And, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, buddy, you just talked about offensive line and rushing attack now you just referenced the number one rushing team in the NFL with Dobbins behind <laughs> right but there's it's a little convoluted when you have Lamar Jackson is also a running back and then Gus Edwards is one of the best backups in the league so mm-hmm. there's a lot there and like I said it's not black and white
1: and a lot of that is them just rushing the ball more than anybody else exactly uh in one of the many episodes of the square off I talked about J.K. Dobbins and I believe, if I remember right, the Baltimore Ravens' O line finished like fifteenth or twelfth, somewhere in that range, but not for rushing. For rush, well, just overall, just their O line, oh, just, just as far as ranking per uh, uh, Pro Football Focus. Oh wow! So they, yeah, I mean, I their O line was not up there, but it was just more so the fact that they are just a massive, massive rushing attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I
0: just read something about how, when Lamar's on the field, like rushing is, it doesn't really matter who's behind him is going to be amazing. Right. But when Lamar's not on the field, it's kind of. Right. Then it's
1: sketchy. Yeah. So they key, you know, but I think that that goes back to, if the Colts O line wasn't as stellar or wasn't as good as it typically is, jonathan taylor falling into that jk dobbins range you're probably
0: right that's what i'm saying so (laughs) if you take lamar out i mean if you put carson wentz on the ravens that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so you can take you can put that into a lot of different dudes in the nfl that you're really you might be excited about this year miles sanders uh mike davis bless his heart um, you, I mean, not really Austin Eckler because he has so much of a passing threat uh, or receiving threat, pass catching. Um, mm-hmm. But some of these other guys that you're like, they're really good. You know, they're great. They're coming out of college. Najee Harris. Ooh. Has an awful offensive line. But, but we saw that 37-yard catch during preseason, and that guy, he looked good catching the ball. Look yep. good. What yep. is he like 6'2 225 or something like that? Yeah, he's he's big. He's a big boy. He for is. Sure. But <laughs> if he can do the passing game, okay, then then take him. But if you're drafting Harris based on rushing production for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I have bad news for you. It's not gonna work out this year. It's not gonna work out. And I hope he doesn't get injured over it. Like Saquon did last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Joe Mixon, is he kind of in that same boat? Because that Bangalow line is...
0: <laughs> That's a great, great one right there. He definitely is.
1: Yeah. And I he's get, good. He's very good. I get so tempted to draft Joe Mixon in the second round every time he comes by. Yeah, but you're so <laughs> glad I, you don't. Every I'm year. so scared <laughs> when he's right there. Yeah. Oh, and I just get afraid to
0: take him. So many people hate his guts just oh, over man. fantasy football. Because they get so excited, and then at the end of the day, or at the end of the season, they're like, damn you, Joe. Manchin. Just lets you down. Yep. <laughs> Every time. So that rant was oh, offensive line correlation to running backs that aren't namesake Saquon or Christian or Alvin. Right. And that applies to Derrick Henry. It really <laughs> does. Put Derrick Henry on the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Without Julio. Gross not good dude like when you watch those three yard runs for the titans and you're like what are you doing you and i get it he's powering him down you're running into a defensive lineman that's going 20 miles an hour Mm -hmm. for 15 times the 16th time you're not going to want to tackle that in december i get it right right but
1: well and it derrick henry's kind of the same argument as the baltimore ravens where they just run the ball so many times but with them it's with multiple people with the titans it's just derrick henry yeah (laughs) so he just he gets that volume and just goes 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 but yeah i i get what you're saying there for sure
0: Mm -hmm. and that kind of but that anyway seg like transition here that was the correlated rant in segue i just want to say this real quick this might be a hot take because i've heard this a lot lately and i want to set this okay Uh uh-oh a lot of stuff about Aaron Jones lately not being like, oh, he might be a between-the-20s guy. I don't see him getting touchdowns. I see him touchdown regression. Do you, does anyone have – Kyle, I need you here, dude. I'm sorry. Does anybody have a stat for me? How many touchdowns did Aaron Jones have that were over 10 yards? Ooh. Because as a goal line back, I see goal line as 10 and in. I don't see goal line as red zone. If you're do, If you're doing a 15 – If you're doing a a 10 plus yard run for a touchdown, then you are like, that's not, I mean, that's a, that's a solid, that's a, what do you call it? Highlight play. That's not a goal line run. Okay. So I, and I'm not biased. I don't think I've ever owned Aaron Jones in any league. Alex, you can probably back that up because you memorize all my teams and make sure. (laughs) But, (laughs) but Aaron Jones, I feel like for the most part, he has highlight runs and it's, uh, I mean, we don't have to get into why, but he has bus size gaps and he's not always going off of Bacardi's butt but whatever his name, however you pronounce his name, it's not going off him every single time, but he's got bus sized lanes and he's like making the jukes right up the middle. And they look like they're over 10 yards. The dude gets yards, gets touchdowns. And I, I, I'm here to say RB one, Aaron Jones. Whoa, book it. Not overall. Oh, top top twelve, top twelve. Okay, he's in the <laughs> no no no, no. Yeah, Whoa, like, whoa. He's in the top twelve. He's he's in he's an RB one.
1: Okay, okay, okay. And RB one, not RB one.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, not even close to Christian. Yeah. Christian See, will be quarterbacks this year. <laughs> got it. Yeah. I don't need to even go into that. You but think anyway,
1: Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are
0: both going to have standalone value. I do, but I think A.J. Dillon is going to be, it's going to be, his value is going to be much more inconsistent unless Jones goes down.
1: Right. Okay. Or,
0: okay. Or Devontae goes down. If Devontae goes down, start Dillon. J- Aaron Jones or not, start Dillon.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. But if Devontae's up and Aaron Jones is up and they're on Lambeau, it's going to be it's Just going to be
1: a wild guessing game. Yeah,
0: and Rogers. <laughs> Maybe a
1: DFS dart from yeah, time to time. Exactly.
0: Yeah, good. That's a good one there. All right. Fair okay. enough. I can get behind that. Aaron Jones' take. There you go. Next one. That this was my segue because we were talking about Derrick Henry. Do you have you seen the three seventy plus carries stat and the guys in that in that category?
1: Uh, I don't. I've heard it before. I think, but I don't remember it.
0: I'm going to go off the top of my head. Um, I want to say when you're talking about 370 plus seasons, carries, not, I think, I don't even think it's touches. I think it's carries. We're talking about, I want to say David Johnson, Christian McCaffrey, Le'Veon Bell, and now Derrick Henry. And when you take these players after these 370, and again, I want to say carries, not overall touches, Mm -hmm. carries. And then you look at their next seasons. They are either. Season ending injuries or busted seasons.
1: The curse of 370, I see.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so I want to. So obviously, Derrick Henry had over 370 last year. He was a monster. Obviously, he's an outlier. Like I said, he is an upright defensive lineman that runs 20 miles an hour. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kyle will be the first one to tell you this guy's an outlier, though. Like every time he's in the text thread, Kyle's like, well, stats and statistics don't really apply to this guy. And I can get behind that, but I'm telling you, I'm saying this: he he's not going to give you last season.
1: Well, you want me to give you this right here in in fifteen. There were 29 seasons in the league's history where a running back carried the ball 370 or more times. mm -hmm. In 15 of those 29 seasons, uh, backs who topped 370 totes the year before saw their production drop. By at least 40% the following season. The average decline in production among all 29 of those running backs tops 40%. So, 40% drop in production for Derrick Henry is what you're telling me?
0: I'm, yeah, I'm saying either that or, and don't at me, because like I said, I know he's <laughs> a monster, but I'm saying injury.
1: Well, I did make a very. <laughs> Hard yeah. case, a very clear case for Derrick Henry I against know. Alvin Kamara. I know, I know. in I'm, <laughs> not, I'm, not, I'm not the first Squatch Square of Minnesota as I was looking for you. So now you're making me nervous. I'm sorry. About my Derrick Henry argument.
0: I am sorry. About that. <laughs> but I really I just I, I think this I think this stat does hold true. This is it's the workload, it's just the overall thing. I think it's something to definitely take into account. I'm not drafting Derrick Henry this year in any of the redrafts. I'm actually selling him in all dynasties right now. Ooh. That's my take. Well, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if that hurts Chance's heart. Oh, and
1: it definitely hurts Chance's soul.
0: I'm sorry, Chance. <laughs> and but on that point, let's go to let's get to Julio. Oh Julio. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> let's talk about Julio and hamstrings. Sorry, Alex. Just for a minute. Ooh. I get Julio again. He's another outlier guy. He's a monster. He's huge. And he plays through injury. But I think what we're seeing right now, first off, he's a Titan. I think Mike Vrabel has shown that you cannot trust what comes out of his mouth in regards to Julio's health at this point. I think that's already a given, a for sure thing. Number two. I think that Julio is still capable. I think he still has the skill. I think he has the speed but and the strength. I think that his body starts to break down this year. Julio? Sorry. No. Sorry, Julio. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I think his body starts to... I think it was already starting to break down last season. He was getting three massages a day to try and play each week on just on his hamstrings. And even when he did play, he'd only play like a half. So hamstrings aren't really muscles that just like bounce back, especially if you've had like a serious injury that you came back too early from not saying he did that, but it, it sounds like he kind of was doing that last year. Um, I'm staying away from Julio and all redrafts and dynasties. I think that he is a number and a name on the back of the Jersey to lighten the load for Derrick Henry and get him out of the box. Fair enough.
1: I have had a hard time pulling the trigger on Julio and redraft uh, drafts as well. Cause you look at that stat line from last year and the inconsistencies of playing two games, missing one coming back for part of one, missing another one, playing four games, doing really well as he was back for those four, but then missing part of the next one and then missing a whole game and then comes back and plays 94% of snaps and does fine and then misses the last four games. Mm-hmm. So just back and forth and back
0: and forth never knowing when to trust him. That's and that's it cuz you got to start him, right? And uh, if you drafted Julio, especially last year, but this year probably what? Fourth, maybe if you if you're lucky, fourth round and redraft. Oh uh, yeah,
1: right around the fourth round is usually where he's going. For like 10 or 12 man. Um
0: yep. okay, so that's an investment. Um I don't see it. Uh not with that risk. It's too much risk for me. Maybe we got some Julio truthers out there, and you want to take that risk, and you think that there's enough reward there. But it ain't me. I'm sorry, right. and I'm sorry, Alex, because I he told me not to dog on his guys, and he, so now you're
1: dogging on his guys. I'm pretty sure it's just I'm pretty
0: sure it's just Julio. I did. Uh, uh, oh, there'll be a little more. Just one more thing coming up, but that's it. I, but other than that, it should be fine. Okay. Next one, this is a really cool one, and I'll get your uh, take on this. Okay. But I really like this one because we were wide receivers in high school, so we kind of have like an idea of what's going on when, especially when we watch players, we can kind of take in what they're doing and be like, and really appreciate what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I think that there is a tier, and I don't think it's necessarily like tier one, but I think it's a tier of what I call unguardable wide receivers. Okay. You can bracket them, you can double them, you can shadow them. And you can I mean you can even put Stephon Gilmore on him. It's not really gonna matter. Right. These guys are Devonte Adams, Steph Diggs, and I'm gonna throw this out there, Travis Kelsey. Oh, okay. Because I didn't I said receivers, I didn't necessarily mean tight ends.
1: Right. Pass catcher.
0: And maybe we saw a little bit of it last year, but I think he comes into it this year. Um I so like Devonte and, and Steph, for sure. Mm-hmm. They're in this they're in this um category. Maybe Calvin Ridley this year. Oh. I'm talking about unguardable route running wide receivers, five star, like can has a expanded route tree. I'm not talking about slant boy, Mike Thomas. <laughs> he is the best slant runner in the league, the best outrunner in the league, but like that's it.
1: But anything more than that, not so much.
0: Yeah. Eleven catches, 110 yards, one touchdown. That's Mike Thomas, right? And there's a reason why. Yeah, which is great, but
1: (laughs) hey, it works,
0: (laughs) but these guys that I'm talking about can run anything and you won't guard them. It doesn't matter who you have out there and you know, Josh Allen's like, I'm going to throw to Steph on this play and they're like, oh my God, doesn't matter. (laughs) He's going to burn you. He gets open. Yeah, he's going to burn you and your friend and he's going to catch the ball and it's going to be hard to tackle him. Same with uh, uh, Devante.
1: Yeah. Devontae Adams.
0: So, Calvin Ridley, I think, is in this. And so, your first question, I'm guessing, where's Tyreek Hill?
1: Where is Tyreek Hill?
0: Here's my thing. Go back to the Super Bowl with the Bucks. I get that the Bucks have an amazing defense, mm-hmm. but did we see on a global scale how to, to an extent, and I know the, the um, debate with this is you pull up his stats, he had some great stats for that game. Oh, yeah. But... We all watched the game, and we saw him get taken out of the the game plan for the first half, and I think the first three quarters. We all watched that happen, and can you do you think you know how that happened or why that happened? Like off the top of your head,
1: uh, what do you think? Safety over the top, just two, <laughs> two safeties, that, two safeties yep, up, yep, yep, very okay.
0: very deep. Do you know how far they were playing? They were playing at least eighteen yards. Every single play. And then obviously they were getting to Pat, right? Right. So they were playing at least 18 yards. I want to say maybe 15 out, but they were way back there. They zoomed out one time and showed how far back their safeties were every play. And so it immediately took out the safety over the top, the blowout of Tyreek every time. Because by the time JPP and all of them were getting to Pat, he wasn't even too... Whichever safety, if you wanted to run um a, a skinny post or if you wanted to run deep, they weren't he wasn't even to the, the safety yet. The safety hadn't even turned his hips. They just took away the speed. And it's that simple with him. He's not a route runner. I mean he runs good routes when right. he gets open, but he's not Diggs. He's not Tay. He's not Calvin Ridley. I mean, that's so I, I know I'm gonna get hate for this. <laughs> and I'm again I'm sorry, Alex. But did we see how to take Tyreek Hill out of a game? Oh, no, absolutely! I think we did. And as a game planning defensive coordinator in the NFL, would you rather take Clyde edwards hilaire out of the game or Tyree Kill? Right? Are you going to put more in the box? No, that's stupid. You can't take Travis Kelsey out of the game. It's impossible. No, it's not yeah. happening. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. It really. I'm sorry. That's why he's in this. That's why he's in this list. <laughs> right. You can't take him out of the game. <laughs> But and he's gonna get his seven catches. He's gonna get you know that's it's it's done deal when you play the Chiefs. But I think we saw how to take Tyreek Kill out of games. Yep. So yep. No, I, I agree with that. Could be hot. I'm sorry, Alex, but there it is. He is not. So what I'm saying is basically take that into consideration when you're drafting. I drafted Tyree Kill in a new dynasty. I'm in first round, first wide receiver off the board. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's tainted, but I'm just saying, um, and he's he was wide receiver one last year, right?
1: Uh, he was he was up there. He wasn't quite wide receiver
0: one, maybe in standard, but that doesn't matter anymore. I guess standard's dumb. Standard's not standard any longer. That's so great. Did you make that up? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's legit.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm sure I've heard it somewhere, but that's good. Uh, he was wide receiver two and a half PPR. Okay. Okay. He was number one in standard. And I'm not saying he's inconsistent either. And number two in full PPR.
0: Okay. But what I'm saying to that is you can't take Devontae Adams out of a game. Good luck. Literally, you know that three-fourths of the play, Aaron Rodgers is like, this is going to Devontae. The mm-hmm. same thing with Diggs. And he's Diggs is going up against Stephon Gilmore at least twice a year. I right. Guess. And he burns him. Steph Gilmore is so good; he cannot stop Diggs. He can't. No, can't take. He can take Amari out of a game. Did you watch? You remember when Gilmore just destroyed Amari Cooper? Yes, made him look dumb. (laughs) Yeah, I do remember that. Amari is good.
1: He's he's a good route runner. Yeah, Amari. There you go,
0: Alex. (laughs) Uh, He is very good.
1: Talking up one of his guys. Yep. There we go.
0: (laughs) See, I canceled it out. But he is very good, and he got shut down by Gilmore. You cannot shut down Diggs. You cannot shut down. Adams okay there's my rant for that one unguardable wide receivers in the NFL there's there's maybe four there's three of them for sure there's maybe four um with Ridley oh yeah and uh sorry I
1: think it's almost time for Ridley to be put in there maybe not quite but he's
0: almost we're gonna find out
1: (laughs) oh yeah because
0: (laughs) I mean I'm not and Mike Davis is good but we're gonna find out so they're gonna be giving him the ball a lot let my next thing Hyped wide receivers in the NFL. And I'm not saying overhyped. I'm just saying, good God, take a step back. (laughs) Just a little bit, please. Okay. Four guys that I want to talk about. DK, CD. I like doing that because they're two letters. (laughs) DK, CD. Um, McLaurin, Scary Terror. Oh, yeah. And um, Jefferson. Ooh. Okay. and Like I said, not overhyped. Uh Uh-huh. Just fire. They're just hype. Just a lot of fire. Yeah. So I want to talk about why are they hyped so much? And before I talk at all, what's your take? Why are they hyped so much? What's going on here?
1: The new hotness, man. The new hotness. Well, and then with Justin Jefferson, we saw what he had.
0: sexy as hell,
1: right? Yeah. (laughs) He had the greatest rookie wide receiver season of all time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Justin Jefferson. But all of them, yeah. I mean, you know, you got DK's size and his speed. Mm Mm-hmm. And CD's just great uh, catching or catchability up over the top. Scary Terry, he's a pretty good route runner.
0: Oh God, <laughs> he's good.
1: Yep, he's good. But yeah, no, I mean they're the new hotness, man.
0: Mm-hmm. New young hotness. Well, so I'm taking I when I say like um, hyped, not overhyped. Just like so, what I've been hearing, and this is what I'm. This is more so what I'm referencing. Is like more so when people are saying like, oh, what about this trade? What do you think about that trade? The amount of what you would call equity, especially in dynasty for these guys is too damn high. <laughs> it's so much. It's, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, I see it and I'm like, okay, I get it. But I think it's time to pump the brakes. When, pump we, the brakes, kid. when we talk about DK and CD and even Jefferson, being on the same level as DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I didn't even put DeAndre Hopkins in the unguardable wide receivers because I think he can be shut down by a couple of CBs in the league now. He's great oh. at getting open, but I think he's getting to that point where he can get shut. When he, And I kind of watched a couple of times last year where he did. Well, and That's DeAndre
1: doesn't really need to get open. He's got
0: <laughs> banana you, hands, dude. If you watch that. It doesn't matter where you throw
1: watch it. Watch that Hale that Murray. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Do you know how big his hands are? He has, Massive. He has to special order gloves. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. He, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't. So basically what I'm saying is when you're talking about these guys, um, even Jefferson, I'm sorry. I I get it. They had great seasons. We all saw CD with Dak. We saw the chemistry. I get it. But at the same time, when you're talking about guys like Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, um, even Robert Woods, mm-hmm. these are guys that well, obviously D-Hop and Keenan Allen can go off. They can be like 20-plus. Not really Woods. Woods is like another uh, MT type type of production guy. Maybe not as consistent as putting up what Mike Thomas puts up, but he's going to give you like eight catches, 60 yards, touchdown every three games, something like that. It's going to be pretty consistent. Um, when we're talking about that consistency and we're talking about that amount of output, I don't think that we can realistically, in a redraft, mm-hmm. trade these types of guys, these sexy dudes that I'm talking about for older, refined, consistent, game planned wide receivers on these other teams. Ooh. And I'm getting kinda of sick of looking and hearing about it. <laughs> and Dynasty completely <laughs> different and totally new uh-huh. th- new, th- you know, wrenching my thing here. Right. Because of age.
1: Yeah. Depending on team makeup and Mm -hmm. where you're trying to go with the team and all that, that makes sense, right?
0: But a great example of this, um, and this is for running, this is for a running back competition right now, is Raheem Mostert and Trey Sermon. Yep, get out of my life and house and everything else if you think Trey Sermon is as good as (laughs) Raheem Mostert. It's just not even. It's not even close. It's not even. Like, and it's going to be exposed in the first week. Maybe I I, like you might get a big run here and there, but it takes a little bit for them to get used to game flow and the speed of the game. Running backs are quicker than wide receivers. And that's why I'm saying this right here with this hype wide receivers. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying running backs because running backs might take like two or three games. Yeah. CH has taken a whole season, but some guys go, they, they can go pretty quick wide receivers generally take at least a season, maybe two, especially Mm -hmm. tight ends. So when you get all this hype, I'm not even going to get into Kyle Pitts. (laughs) When you get all this hype, though, just take a step back and be like, where's the numbers coming from consistently on like a two to three year basis? And for a redraft, maybe... Maybe plug into some value there. Because these guys, you're never going to get value. You're never getting DK for value. You're never getting... See- you're you're seeing guys reach for these guys. Oh, no.
1: You're going to have to pay up to get them.
0: Right. Or draft you know, we up. draft. Which is... To me, it's disgusting anyway. So, that's my... There's my rant there.
1: <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. What did you think about that one? Well, I... You know. How do you feel? I, I, <laughs> I, I think I
0: think DK... Okay. Here. I'm going to have a, a hot take. Okay. Coming up with DK coming up. And like you know i'm a hawks guy uh-huh i love dk uh-huh. i remember the other day i was like get dk on the mic i want to hear him talk <laughs> yeah because i think he's a cool dude like he could, i mean he's an olympian right somewhat kind well, of well no but what, did he run, like <laughs> don't, a get, don't get me started on that oh no <laughs> what did he run like though a 10 8
1: no you no, he ran a 10 3 which was ext- <laughs> that's what i said his ceiling was when he raced the 100 meters Against 10-3. the true sprinters, but he got last in his heat which says ten three <laughs> and that wasn't even the world like the top of the world class guys that he was running against. That was just like okay. oh here's some top class American sprinters. Yeah. But he ran ten three. I was expecting like a ten six and I said his ceiling was going to be like a low 10 high 10-3. And he went out and he ran his ceiling for sure. Okay. But he couldn't hang.
0: Okay. <laughs> and that's fine. I, get, I can respect that. I definitely don't know. So I respect what you're so, saying here.
1: I love that DK got out and did it. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Gained a lot of respect for DK there. Yeah. And then especially the respect that he put on <laughs> track and field and the sprinters there. But anyway, I won't get into that.
0: I like that you said that though, and, and checked me a little bit because I did kind of name. I just dropped like Olympian, but yeah, so yeah. Don't
1: you don't you drop that. <laughs> okay, good. That's a that's a uh, high high air there that you gotta. It's a high mountain you gotta climb to get there. I respect <laughs> that.
0: Anyway, so my next thing here, and I'll make this one a little more quick because this one's kind of like iffy. I want to know how you feel on this one, and you can be like, eh. So be skeptical.
1: Push you away. Yeah, be
0: skeptical <laughs> from the beginning about this one. I call these guys one-timing QBs, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And so it's kind of the same rhetoric, especially, again, this is for sure in a redraft. If you're in a dynasty, lock these guys up forever. Okay. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray, okay? Obviously, here's my first thing. Just Josh Allen and Kyler, they have a running dynamic. They're a little harder to put in this because if passing isn't going to work out for that day, they can just get 40 yards. And that's huge. That's four points, right? Right. Right then. Whereas like you would have to throw 120 yards to get four points, right? Yep. As a quarterback. So what I'm saying is, and but, and this is coach speak, I thought I saw both of them want to dial it back on the running so that they can kind of get some longevity for their career. What I'm saying for these guys is you've seen, we've seen Josh Allen take a huge step. We've seen Kyler take a huge step very quickly. And mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, quicker than anyone, we saw him take a step. I, you and I both watched him, but no one watched him more than Kyle, maybe <laughs> Alex at Oregon. Right, he made some bonehead plays. Yes, he did. He made he made some throws sometimes, and I'm like, I like who? What are you looking at? <laughs> Some Jameis Winston Tampa Bay Buccaneer throws Ooh. on Oregon Ducks. And I am his biggest fan. I want to see him do amazing things. Mm-hmm. I, I pull for the guy. He's a he's easy to root for, you know? Right. Even as a guy from Oregon. And right. being two Oregon State alum, uh, alums right here. I still want to see him do that well. But I think what I'm trying to say is in a redraft, you're going to get a bumpy road next season. Ooh. You're going to get a little bit of bumps in the road. I don't think this correlates to Diggs. I don't think this correlates to DeAndre. I think they get theirs, and they Uh make sure that they get theirs because it's Diggs and DeAndre. Right. And Keenan Allen as well. But I'm thinking that overall for the stats and for the fantasy output-wise, you're going to get some bumps in the road from these guys, especially where they're being drafted and what you're expecting from them based on last season. There's people that think Justin Herbert is God. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you were not in the living room, in Kyle's living room, with me and Kyle and Alex watching him play, you know, and Kyle could probably bring him up, but, like, teams like University of California, Berkeley, like these <laughs> not good teams, like Chip Kelly teams. Is he still at UCLA?
1: I think so. Hopefully. As far as I know. Poor guy. guy's, <laughs> Poor guy's really washed <laughs> Man, out. Poor Chip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, teams that mm, not even anywhere near – the, the defenses and the schemes that he's going through now. He did amazing last season. He did awesome. Right. I don't think he just... I don't think it's exponential. I don't think it's logarithmic. I think you're going to get some bumps <laughs> from all three of these guys this year.
1: That's fair enough. You're saying wait on QB? <laughs> uh,
0: Mahomes, Lamar, I think they are going to destroy people. Light people on fire. I don't think they... I like Lamar, I think, gets it now. Patty is generational yeah lamar i think might be too but i think lamar finally gets it yeah he needs to keep running if he's going to stop running then i then i take this back
1: they have talked about him possibly passing more but but also four of his top five wide receivers right now are all on the injury report so
0: (laughs) sammy watkins alert gosh i'm not going to talk about him today don't worry no okay but um, anyway, <laughs> I think to take that into consideration for redraft, those three guys, um, you might have a couple others. I don't think Dak's in this category. I I think he gets it. Lamar gets it. Um, I think uh, mm, Joe Burrow might be in this category. Oh, but you didn't see anything from him last year. So I can't really put him in this category because he hasn't one time. He just kind of showed us some cool stuff and then tore his knee up. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I think these guys are definitely in this category because you're going to expect a lot from them. You're going to get some bumps. All right. Now, super duper running back hype. Oh, These are going <laughs> to piss some people off. Uh-oh. So get pissed. Get ready. Gibson. Najee, I already talked about. Mixon, we already talked about. Clyde. JK. Yes. Hype with these guys. Fires emojis, obviously, right? Everywhere. Gibson is in a different galaxy right now Yeah, when it comes to hype. Yes, he is. And I'm going to more so focus on him because we talked about Najee, and I think we get that. Terrible mm-hmm. offensive line, more than likely correlates to his rushing stats. Mm-hmm. Mix in, same thing. CEH, you are a supporting cast member of, you know, the ship that the Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> of the NFL leads, which is Pat Mahomes. So if he wants to <laughs> dump down to you, he can. He can do whatever he wants, though, and it's going to be your riding on that ship. Right. Okay. I'm not saying he's bad. He's good. But, you know, these other guys are kind of like key cogs. Yes. So, and I want to key in on Gibson here. Because, people, you are off the rails. <clears throat> and I have Gibson in a few leagues. But I am not off the rails like you people you, like you, people, you people, <laughs> you people are off the rails. Uh Gibson or a second in Chubb is what I. I was like, What, what is this? Uh, oh, in a in
1: a I can it, tell you exactly what I'd take.
0: You, yeah, <laughs> uh, like you people, what are you doing? What are you? Oh, he's gonna run a CMC type role. Show me, don't tell me. Right. Like since when he's not CMC? He's not. There's nothing about. I mean, yeah, he's he at Memphis. He caught balls from the slot, and he was. I mean, he can catch balls. Okay, cool. He is not CMC.
1: Well, they have not been using him on third down in any of the preseason games thus far. Yeah, and he was not used third downs last year. JD tore it up. Yeah, Uh,
0: and I mean, he has. I'm I'm not going to get in the turf toe, but does Alex have Gibson? I don't think he does.
1: No. Okay. Good. Uh, Alex P.
0: Oh, the other Alex. Okay, we're good. (laughs) Okay, so. Yeah, you people are off the rail. Um, so what I basically am trying to say here is that you're talking about the Washington football team. They are a, and correct me if I'm wrong, a top three defense in 2021. That's my take.
1: I could agree with that. They look on paper pretty
0: nasty. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> they look like disgusting. I'm going to try and draft them. But w- w- when you have a defense like that, and you have a quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, a.k.a. my boy. Yeah. I aspire to be that man. <laughs> when he had that interview in the Hawaiian shirt and the chest oh, hair, and we all know it Classic. Yeah, I'm talking about old news, obviously. But my God, do I wish to have the charisma and flash of that man. <laughs> He's, oh, my God, dude. I was just sitting there watching him like, how do I get anywhere near that life? Anyway. How can I be you? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just like mentally. I guess it's confidence, but whatever. Anyway, he's not that good, um, Fitz. He's good. He likes to sling it, football-wise. Um, Just a career journeyman. Yeah. Never and, made the playoffs. Yeah, and he's all right. He's <laughs> good. I remember listening to your guys' little spiel on him. Oh, and, yeah. Didn't Alex say top 10?
1: Didn't someone say Chance. top
0: okay, Chance. Chance
1: did bold prediction of top
0: top 10. I believe for chances on magic chances on a cruise with Gibson top five running back truthers. (laughs) You guys are on a cruise together. He's not a top. I'm sorry, chance. I love you, but, and you still have the utmost sex appeal of our chat thread, but (laughs) you are not, you are off the rails for top 10. That is not inside jokes. Yeah. Because, (laughs) because Rivera is going to put all the pressure on the defense. When you have a defense like that, and you want to win games, and you want to rebuild a culture, you want to get to a level where people are like, "I want to go to Washington. Yeah, I want to get what they got going on there." Terry McLaurin's take, you know,
1: they got a lot of rebuilding to do, especially after all the (laughs) and the front office crap that
0: they. (laughs) My God! Oh
1: man! Did you hear? What a mess! Maybe
0: I shouldn't talk about this, but did you hear about this stuff? Okay, I heard that obviously I got fined ten mil, which is like, which is. pocket change. For Yeah. So
1: dumb. For an NFL franchise. They
0: were creating crystal clear staircases with executives underneath so that they could look up and see into women's Oh, skirts. yeah. It was a mess. It was that bad. <laughs> it was a mess. Yeah. So just, I mean, anyway, that's a ramp. I'm not going on that. We're talking about football. When We're talking <laughs> about the Washington football team's offense. I think that McLaurin gets his targets. Uh-huh. I think that they are going to be around 10 plus, but you can probably take 10 to the bank. Okay, Curtis Samuel, I think is going to be a complete. Is, is not going to be someone you can put in your lineup. Um, when we get to Gibson, though, I think he's going to get some carries. He's going to have good games, but oh my God, where well, you guys are putting him right now? It's not. It's not good, man. It's really bad. It's really, not bad. Good. It's really <laughs> bad, man. He's going. That's way how you way up lose. there when you're Leads. trading Nick
1: Chubb in a second for Antonio Gibson. Oh
0: my God. It's disgusting. Like a, brutal. Like, oh, but he's going to run a CMC dude. Stop, man. Like <clears> I, <throat> I got all the love. I, I, I think he's gonna be great. I think he's really good, but no, not. He, I, people even say top 10. Yeah. I don't see him as a top 10 back. No, no, I all don't right. see him as an RB one. All right. All I right. see him as a high end RB two. Which means that he's in the. I see. I see. I'm going to be as close as I can to the microphone right now. I see Chris Carson outpacing Gibson in a redraft, half PPR this year, 2021.
1: I've had those thoughts, and I'm glad you vocalized that. I mean, it's, I mean, that's not even...
0: Is that even a hot take? It is for a lot I of you people. I think it
1: could be. I mean... A lot of you people. I know a lot of people realize that Chris Carson is heavily underrated, oh for God. sure.
0: I'm going to get to that.
1: But <laughs> I know a lot of people realize that. A lot of fantasy analysts and fanalists mm-hmm. like ourselves out there do realize that, but at the same time, yeah. A lot of those same people have Antonio Gibson up in that God tier
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> almost. Yeah. You're going to just, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Check yourself. That's all I have to say. These other guys, JK Dobbins. I think that we've done the checking. We're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get some, some stuff from Gus, you know, CH, like I said, he's on that ship and uh Naj, terrible offensive line. There's all this stuff there. I think we get it, but the Gibson thing has got to stop you people. It's got to stop. <laughs> You Gibson people. Yeah, you're running in you're going to hit an iceberg soon. <laughs> you need to stop. You need to dial it back to half speed. Okay. Fair enough. Now, non sexy gimme gimme's
1: or okay. what is
0: it? these are non sexy gimme gimmies and de facto the the number one non sexy gimme gimme is Nicholas Chubb, none other oh I'm sorry you just traded him I know you just traded him oh. it is Nicholas Chubb the number one non-sexy gimme gimme oh. don't
1: don't get me wrong I didn't trade Chubb because he's not not my boy you okay know, or like he he's boy? still my boy okay good. good I just had did what had to be done to get what in you a needed. rebuild team okay good but I respect that oh he don't get me started on Nick Chubb
0: good good. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people it's like, "Oh, it's a it's a PPR league." Like, come on, noob! I get out of my C face, Derrick Henry. Yeah, no, see
1: <laughs> yards per carry. See, like C. number one O line in the NFL exactly. last year. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I just got done talking about the correlation between that. This dude gets bus size lanes. Oh, by the way, he is the best pure rusher in the NFL. That is a next gen. That is a stat. Correct. You cannot undo that. I Correct. Think Alvin Kamara is like number two or three too.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, he's right up in there.
0: If you, with the statistics of Alvin Kamara and like kind of his gameplay and how, I mean, he catches the ball better, but people take this into like, and maybe you look up his di- dimensions after this. People are comparing Alvin Kamara and the way he plays and the stats and everything and how he runs his, his uh, level of gravity to Marshawn Lynch. Oh, uh-huh. is, is that weird?
1: I mean, Marshawn had great balance.
0: Uh, yeah. And Kima-
1: yeah, Alvin Kamara or is, Godley, uh, it, he's like the best balanced <laughs> back in the NFL. Kind of the same <laughs> think, thing, huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it, a great rusher in his own. I mean, people love him for his pass catching just because mm-hmm. he is really good at that. Right. But I mean, and he's not grabbing his nuts in the end zone or anything, but he's still got that, um, that ability of rushing. Uh, it's very underrated, for sure. Okay. For sure, I totally agree with that. Sweet, he's not in my non sexy gimme gimme though. He's okay. sexy. he's sexy as hell. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> right. Jones is though. Yeah, he's a non sexy gimme gimme. Right, because of the fact that people are saying he's within the twenties. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't. I mm-hmm. think he's. I think he's behind Aaron Rodgers within ten yards. When you want to if you want to say goal line back, when I say when I hear goal line back, I'm thinking five yard line. Six-yard yep. line, eight-yard line tops. But right. behind eight-yard line, you could run shotgun and it's not weird, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Things haven't gotten weird yet. Do Am I, not, am I saying A.J. Dillon can't catch the ball? No. I think he's... I'm a truther. Yeah. Let me out myself. I'm an A.J. Dillon <laughs> Let truther. Let me
1: out myself.
0: But I think that A.J. Dillon is going to rumble it in from three yards. Yes. Four yards, yes. Five mm-hmm. yards, I'm not going to keep going. But after 10... Between 10 and 20, which is half of the red zone, which is what a lot of these people are talking about between the 20s, no, I don't see that. I see like all of these runs happening from where he's always done it from, these 10, 12, 13-yard runs, uh-huh. even in even a little into the 10. That's why they paid him all that money.
1: Yeah.
0: And you, you pay him to give you what he's been giving you. A.J. Dillon is more of insurance to me. Do I think he has a good season? Yeah, I do. Because I think they put a ton on the rushing attack this year. And the rest on Devontae.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. And
0: I, I think that that's it.
1: Well, Aaron Jones is being drafted behind Antonio Gibson in a lot of drafts that I've seen.
0: <laughs> which is ridiculous. Which that's is stupid.
1: It's about 50-50 in drafts that I've done and mock drafts that I've done. But I see Antonio Gibson go ahead of him pretty often. And in a redraft, redrafts, right? In redrafts, Which is yep.
0: disgusting. <laughs> it's so dumb. No way. No way. Okay, next guy... Um, DeAndre Hopkins, he's a non sexy gimme gimme. I'm sorry, I know that a lot of people, some of you might be like, "What? Come on!" I'm gonna, st- I mean, I don't know about that, man. Come on. At this point in his career, he is a non sexy gimme gimme for and me. He's not
1: the new hotness anymore. No,
0: he's not, and he's also not the guy. He's not like when you're talking about top wide receivers. I don't. He's, I'm like I just said, he's not in the unguardable tier. I don't yeah. think. I think that he can be shut down. I I watched him last year get shut down a couple of times and get super frustrated and then blame it on Kyler or blame it on Kings Kingsbury or whatever his name is. I forgot. King, Kingsbury? Kings Cliff Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. That's why I did that. Klingsbury. <laughs> I told you I'm I'm <laughs> dyslexic and bad with names. But um <laughs> that's what I'm referencing honestly is like I'm just saying I don't he's not that guy anymore. So he's a non-sexy gimme gimme for me because and also where I'm seeing him drafted. Uh-huh. I just it's, I think it's disrespectful
1: <laughs> to me. Well, I he's definitely going later than he has for quite a while. And Last year he went late simply because he was on a new team.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and a lot of people brought up that rhetoric of oh when even when star receivers go to new teams, they don't do well. Well, I'm pretty sure Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins shut that down.
0: <laughs> they shattered that, yeah. They broke so. that. Keenan Allen. Non-sexy gimme gimme. Ooh. Gimme Keenan Allen as a top wide receiver, top 10 wide receiver this year. <laughs> I'm with you on that. If he stays healthy, it's not even a question. I don't think it's a question. Yeah. I think Justin, like I said, I think Justin Herbert has some bumps, but I think that they have the connection at this point, and they know how to get the ball to each, that he knows how to get the ball to him on a lot of routes.
1: Well, and Herbert's not going to have Anthony Lynn there telling him to stop targeting Keenan Allen so much. Yeah, just (laughs) whatever
0: mess he was telling him.
1: Yeah. Oh, next man. guy,
0: Chris Carson. Yeah. Oh my God. I do. I, what do I even have to say? Do I have to say anything? Uh, I mean, 2020 February, me. Pete Carroll, <laughs> 2020 February, Pete Carroll, we are going to run the out of the ball next year. I like, he is going to go back to what he is good at. He's going to take the pressure off Russ, let Russ cook worked for five games and, and then it broke. So kind of, and I'm sorry, If this hurts anyone's feelings, but kind of exposed Russ Wilson and his ability to be a Pat Mahomes or a guy that can just, like, pass on anyone anytime every play of the game. Uh He's not that quarterback. We figured that out last year. I don't... I'm not going to bag on (laughs) Russ Wilson. I'm not going to do it today. I'm not doing it. Okay. But... He's going to put the pressure back on the run. He's going to go play action. He's going to take some of the pressure off of Russ so that he can have more throwing lanes so that he can get kind of a clear picture of Lockett and DK. Okay. And Gerald now. Yeah. and Gerald gets some balls. That, dude, DK is going to hurt some feelings this year in redraft. He's going to hurt some feelings. If you are drafting DK in a second or third round, you lose. <laughs> You have lost your league, in my opinion. Those are guys that are going to like give you week to week production for sure. Mm-hmm. This is again backed up to those those hyped up wide receivers. Is he really good? Yeah, he's incredibly fast, but he's going to be so inconsistent this year. I honestly, and this is a, the hot take aspect of it, think that Tyler Lockett is more consistent than DK Metcalf this year. Wow, throughout the season. Spicy, yeah, and it's spicy, and it's based on play action and the ability to time correctly time play action routes and the timing that Tyler and Russ have and the ability to route run. Mm -hmm. DK does not have that. What DK is good at is getting open, especially on broken plays. Who's the best quarterback in the league at broken plays? Oh, Mahomes. Oh, okay. oh well, no, no, maybe, no, maybe Russ, no, 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 maybe you, Russ. You got a good point there, but <laughs> Russell Wilson makes his living off that because he has an offensive, terrible offensive, terrible offensive line. Don't when you
1: just that. ask me who's best at passing Anything. stuff. I just, it just goes to my homes, but That's, no, I get what you mean. Yeah.
0: It's, it's Russ. <laughs> He's a yeah. we, the reason that we paid him so much. And the reason that he complained to get more is because he does so much of making things up on his own. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. So, and I'm not even going to get into that. Okay. <laughs> I'm so, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> okay. But we're not going to do that this year so much. Spoiler alert. Well, I, Pete is going to run the ball.
1: I saw... Well, I heard a stat that was on some podcast maybe last week sometime talking about the inconsistencies of the Seahawks first off of letting Russ cook for the first half. And then when they did dial it back and start to run more, And you saw the fall off of Russ. You saw the fall off of Tyler Lockett and the fall off of DK Metcalf. And that actually, I can't remember what weeks it was, but in that second half of the season, that Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf were like right neck and neck or Tyler Lockett even had the edge Mm -hmm. on DK uh, as far as like consistency and scoring, Mm -hmm. I believe. So
0: in their own, I mean, Because obviously DK had huge games, multiple touchdown games. But once they got to the end of that season, they got back to the way Pete feels comfortable doing the offense. Right. And that is what they're going to do this year. Because Pete literally is like, I don't care what Twitter says. This is what we're doing. This is how we won two, three. Did they win two or three? They won the two Super Bowls since 2012? No,
1: they've only won one.
0: They've been been to two. They got picked on the goal. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think I blocked that out of my memory forever uh, You may have <laughs> uh, I, I won't talk about that <laughs> Next guy, Kareem Hunt Yes, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are both non-sexy gimme give Give me both of them on Ooh. the same team Ooh Give me both like of them it. on the same team yeah. I like it I will start both of them I like it On the same team <laughs> Yeah, and, and at me for that At me Me too? Yeah <laughs> I like them both as top 15 running backs this year. Write it up. Write it up. Take that to the bank.
1: That was one of my bold predictions last year. And all you guys gave me crap. I did. <laughs> Brown Brown love. Yep. Got to quit betting on Browns. Yep. Oh, my gosh. No. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Whoa, and look what happened. Look what happened. That's the
0: good good call. Look what happened. You deserve credit <laughs> where credit's due. Okay, next guy. Uh <laughs> Okay, my next guy is just is is uh, J Rob, <laughs> but at this point, James Robinson is pretty obvious. So, well, he's not really a non sexy guy anymore, is he? He's a, he's an RB one talker now, not overall. He's a top twelve. I RB1. mean, he
1: yeah, he came out or well, it came out today that Travis Etienne suffered a mid foot sprain and was a Liz Franck injury and is in jeopardy of losing his season. It sounds like his season is going to be
0: done. I mean, so when it comes to that injury, you don't, it's, it's over.
1: Yeah. So he's James Robinson guy. now. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. James Robinson is now in the talk for a top 12 RB finish. Again, he was RB seven last year with the team. Now he has Trevor Lawrence. Now he has a more productive, hopefully DJ Chark and an offensive guru. Yep. I said it. We'll see what happens in the NFL, but yes, he is an offensive guru. We'll see. And uh, was it Alex or Kyle? Just tearing him up this morning. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. Trail, Kyle's just tearing <laughs> Kyle. him up. Ever what since
1: Urban Meyer this? got hired, oh, <laughs> Kyle's true. been all yeah. off of that. He hates it. He ain't going to make it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm fine with it. I don't care. Like... No, I love it. Cooper, bring it. Bring the heat. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Yes. Let me tell you why. You think you really think that they're going to run Henderson? You think that that's the game plan? Run the 200 pound, what, five foot nine Henderson like you were going to run Cam Akers? No. No. <laughs> They are not. You think Sean McVay is smarter than you? I don't care who's listening. For all of you listening, and me included, Sean McVay is smarter <laughs> than you. He is not running his five nine two hundred pound running back like he ran Cam. It is time to switch things up and put the offense the pressure on the guy you just got, the smartest guy in the offensive room, Matt Stafford. He puts balls, and I'm sorry, but Kenny Galladay is about to be exposed. Because, Ooh. because Matt Stafford was just peppering him and giving him like, a, if uh, oh man, Matt Stafford's a baller. He's going to make <laughs> Cooper Cup look go. good. He's going to make Robert Woods look good. Yep. And they're going to chuck, chuck, chuck. I don't know if that involves Tyler Higby. I don't have him in here. Maybe Alex likes to think mm. so.
1: There'll be some Tyler Higby involved.
0: But. I think maybe. I don't know about consistent wise, but maybe. There you go, Alex. So, <laughs> a little bit, but little for bit sure, for Cooper Cup and Robert Woods in this. Okay. And obviously, Tyler Lockett is in this. Okay. I have Raheem Mostert in this category. I think that Raheem Mostert is going to dominate carries, dominate touches for the San Francisco 49ers because he's good. He is very good. <laughs> and Kyle Shanahan likes to run the ball and he's directed. Is that left tackle? Uh, Lawrence, is he still on the 49ers? Didn't they pay him?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got paid.
0: Okay. He's mm-hmm. the best. He He's probably, he's the best left tackle in the league, right? Still. Is, uh, he was
1: in my mind. He is. Okay.
0: <laughs> and they, and then the rest of off that offensive line is nothing to, I mean, it's, it's not top three, but it's a solid offensive line. And Kyle Shanahan, again, is smarter than you is much smarter than you when it comes to offense on, in the NFL. So, it runs through the the running. Uh, the, he's not putting it on Garoppolo. He's not. I'm sorry, truthers. He's not putting it on Trey Lance. It's not, not happening. It's not happening. What? It's not happening. Play action. Bring the LBs up. Make them commit. before Pre-snap. Make them take a step up. And then get me Iuke. Get me Kittle. Get me even Debo over the middle on outs. Get me some schemes going to open up the middle. That's what he wants. He wants to get the ball quick to his receivers. Let them run. Let yep. the big guys run in open space. You can't have open space unless unless you have these guys that are in this uh, the what do you call it the D lines up front. These guys in this intermediate zone. You got to have them commit to get what he wants, and you do that through the run. Yep. So that's
1: and you are bad with names. It's Trent Williams. <laughs> He's the left Trent tackle. Williams, dude,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Lawrence Williams. My bad. I'm sorry. Trent,
1: Trent Williams. Man, I'm so bad with him. Highest me. paid left tackle in the NFL. And but they want to get him out in front of even those wide receivers because if you do you remember the play where he's, he's like leading the running back and he's almost like going the same speed <laughs> no. and just completely levels a dude? No. Oh, you got to look. You got to watch we'll that watch video. That, after this. that sounds awesome.
0: <laughs> Pretty great. That's awesome. That sounds like. Uh, Oh, that movie's terrible. I'm not going to name drop that. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, Tyler Higgins and and uh, Tyler Boyd are, I'm sorry, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I'm dyslexic. You can uh, take that to the bank. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are both in this as well. Both of them are non sexy because I, and I don't understand why T. Higgins isn't sexy anymore. What do you guys, what do you guys do? What are you <laughs> people well, doing? He is
1: to some but it's it's real split Jamar he, Chase is not the, ready for
0: the NFL you guys. You got the
1: jamar Chase truthers out there yes. and that's why T Higgins isn't sounding quite
0: as I throw as my good. hands up though <laughs> to the jamar, I mean like he's the third best wide receiver on that team guys right now right now, right right now yeah now, yeah
1: yeah with the camp and the preseason he's been having
0: Tyler Oof. Boyd might be the best wide receiver on that team is that, does that hurt anyone's feelings? cuz it's true. Yeah. It's true. T Higgins might be close. He might he might I mean there might be a couple of ways that he's a little bit better, but Tyler Boyd is the best wide receiver on that team.
1: Yeah. He's getting left for dead in some drafts.
0: Yeah. I don't and it doesn't make sense. Jarvis Landry is on this list. Oh. Jarvis. He is. He's on this list. <laughs> Jarvis Landry is a 6 catch, 80 yard guy. Yeah. There I mean do, do who wouldn't want that as their second flex? Well, yeah. If I you're lo- if
1: you're looking for a good floor flex play, like, hey, I just need somebody in here to get me points. This is <laughs> Jarvis like Landry. Round 10.
0: Throw him in. Yeah. Give me that. Right. <laughs> oh, do I take Tracon Smith or Jarvis Landry? Yeah, Jarvis. Throw him in there. He's a buy guy. He's a second flex guy. I'm not saying he's going to be Jarvis Landry from past, but he's going to do. He's going to get you some points. Yeah. The
1: ceiling may not be quite as high as it no. was, but, I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed a good amount of points and depending think, on
0: your scoring format. But but I think with the injuries that like I'm foreshadowing here, I think that guys like Jarvis are going to get some opportunities when people go down. I don't see Jarvis going down. He's not a guy that really goes down very often. No. Is he?
1: No. No, not at all.
0: <laughs> Gus Edwards is on this list. Ooh, the Gus bus? Gus bus. I, I, I Honestly, I... I I see Gus on this list, even with J.K. Healthy and Lamar Healthy. Uh, they love Gus. Um, and it hurts me to say because I got a lot of J.K. shares. But they love Gus in that system. They always have. And he does really well. What is he, like 5.4 yards per carry throughout his career? Yeah, he's up there. He's very he, He's proficient. Yeah, he always has a high yards per carry. Yeah. Do you have a stat over there you wanted to
1: reference? Oh, I no, I just looked at Jarvis. Oh. Uh, you just said he's not a guy that misses a lot of time. He only missed he missed his first game ever last year. So
0: oh my god, just one. <laughs> See, there you go, intuition.
1: But he played in 16 games since 2014 every year, and last year he played in 15. So
0: that makes sense. He's just a really compact guy. He's but, not like all over the place and super fast. I Odell. mean, and you look at Jarvis though. So, in PPR
1: scoring he finished back in 2014 was wide receiver 34 then he was wide receiver 8 then wide receiver 14 then wide receiver 6 then wide receiver 18 then wide receiver 12 and last year was wide receiver 33 but
0: so it might be able to come it might come back a little bit this year
1: I mean he's a I don't know he's a consistent Pretty give, much. It's, he's almost a, for sure, like wide receiver two, yeah. high end wide receiver three guaranteed. Yeah. Give, so, me, give me that <laughs> I mean,
0: wide receiver 28 at the ADP that you guys are giving him to me right now. Give me that all day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. T.Y. Hilton's on this list. Oh, <laughs> gross. Yucky. That's disgusting. Yuck. He is on this <laughs> list, guys. I'm sorry. He is on this list because of two things, ADP. And I'm going to talk about this in a second. The amount of money that the Colts are paying him. Do you want to know how much they're paying him? Mm, not much they're paying him 10 million dollars oh, this year okay. <laughs> to play football that's this is that's much that didn't he he didn't even play that much last year cuz he was injured no, all the time no he was
1: hurt a lot of the time
0: i think he's in the same realm right now as julio as much as he plays and is injured and in how old he is like i said does ty still have all the things still yeah these great wide receivers it's not their it's not the speed it's not the will it's not the strength it's their body that stops them from playing in the nfl Honestly, yeah. he played injured, you he, know?
1: Yeah, he did. He <laughs> he played in a lot. He had a pretty high snap percentage up until their week seven bye and then missed again. He got knocked out early in week eight, missed week nine. Then he came back in week 10. And from week 10 to week 17, played in an average of like 65% of snaps. Uh, but he did have a little revitalization between week 12 and 14 where he scored 16, 21, 23 points in there but he's just kind of playing about 60% of snaps.
0: I see him and Carson Wentz having a connection. Yeah. I see Michael Pittman kind of being super inconsistent. And I know there's some Pittman truthers out there but the guy is big and kind of slow. <laughs> I want, I have some share I have a good amount of shares of him. I like his attitude. He seems like a gamer. He seems like a chippy guy. I like that. Obviously, Steve Smith is my favorite all-time player, so obviously (laughs) I like that. Yes, you do. But um, at the same time, I think T.Y. is a little... I mean, obviously they paid him, and money talks in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to talk about that a little more in a second, but... the amount of money they're paying T.Y. is a reason why he's on this non-sexy list that the ADP is at. Everyone thinks he's gross right now, and it's like, nah, I'll take him, whatever. Yep. He could be a guy that you throw in your flex from week two because you're like, whoa, they're really hitting him a lot lately. He's going to be a guy that someone picks up in the waiver for like 60 f- uh, f- fab bucks Uh huh. because you didn't draft him. So I'm saying right now, take him with your second to last pick. Take that chance. Zach Ertz is on this list. Ew. (laughs) Disgusting. Not sexy. No. So (laughs) unsexy. Carlton in the middle of the dance floor. Gross. (laughs) Oh, come on. Give Carlton his due. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm the worst dancer in this room, so I can't. (laughs) But, again, he's on this list. They're paying him. They are paying him like nine mil this year, I think. Okay. And it's, they don't want to. No. They wanted to trade him. They wanted him in Indianapolis. But nobody wants to pay him nine mil a year. Nope. Exactly. So, and also the owner of the Eagles is out of his mind.
1: Well, yeah. And wants
0: <laughs> ransoms for everyone. So, what I'm saying here is that they are going to game plan him. Jalen Hurts likes throwing to Go Dare and is it Go Dirt or Go Dare? <laughs> He's Goddard, French, isn't he? Goddard. Okay, my no, bad. I, a
1: lot of people pronounce it Goddard. I don't know. I think it's Goddard. Okay, <laughs> I think it's, probably it's just Goddard. Goddard. <laughs> okay,
0: it's my bad. That is names. But Zach Ertz, I think, out produces Go Dirt Goddard. Goddard, Goddard. <laughs> out produces Goddard this season. <laughs> That's. I'm sorry, Alex. I just realized. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, and that's gonna hurt more feelings out all there. over his guys again.
0: i sheesh. I, yeah. I really made. I made an effort to not. Well, it, so every it, time I
1: did, I, I just you have made some some poor cases for some of the guys that I defended in the Squatch Square offs, trying to find you. I'm
0: sorry <laughs> for that.
1: But you've talked pretty good about a couple other ones there that I've talked about. So yeah, fair. It, it is what it is. I'm negligent. And if <laughs> <I didn't know>. <laughs> <laughs> you were sleeping in a cave somewhere,
0: yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't pin that on me. Okay, fair enough. Now, here comes a fire round. Um, I'm just going to go through teams. (laughs) Never admit negligence. (laughs) (laughs) Just get out of the car and shake your head. (laughs) Take pictures, get out of the car, shake your head, wait for the cops. Oh, yes. Exactly. Okay, I'm just going to go through teams, and I'm going to give you kind of a mindset of game plan from my perspective, what I'm thinking that is going to go through. Because I think a lot of you people are out of your minds. (laughs) And the rhetoric or timelines of what these teams are going to do. So let me just plant this and then you can at me for these and be like, what are you talking about? Are you out of your mind? This guy's going to blow up.
1: At Fantasy Squatch.
0: Yeah, bring it. First off, Panthers. DJ Moore is going to be inconsistent this year. I'm sorry. He's really good. He's very, very good. But I see him as an inconsistent commodity for the Panthers this year. And you want to know what I like this year? Hmm. And I've been trying to get him from you for a while. <laughs> Yeah. Is Sam Darnold drop downs to CMC within 20 yards of the end zone. Yeah, buddy. day long. Yeah, buddy. Dude, I think that <laughs> Darnold is going to really pad his stats with that. Okay? I
1: got no more fantasy to mentor. Nope. And that, so that
0: is what's going to, like, I think that's the hidden gem of the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Darnold drop downs. Yeah. We all know CMC is going to blow up, but Darnold drop downs are going to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, cool. Titans, I got right here. Run game, play action, terrible division this year. If you think about the teams inside of the Tennessee Titans division yep. that they play twice, what are we talking about, like Texans? Uh, is it the Saints? Colts. Colts are in there. They're very good. Obviously, Texans, have,
1: Colts, Jaguars. Best.
0: Jaguars, right. Yep. So I'm focusing on the four games between, and I want to say they have almost nine games this year where they have not so great, either not so great teams or teams in rebuild like the Saints. Uh-huh. Almost more than half of their season, okay? And so, yeah, I think Derrick Henry is going to have a bumpy year somewhat uh, with either injuries or production. But I think that with... uh, Draft Tannehill as much as you can, okay? At ADP, don't reach (laughs) one. But get Tannehill, man, because that play action is going to be hot to trot this year. We saw it last year, and it's unguardable when you have that defensive lineman running the ball. Yep. So... Honestly, terrible division. They're going to tear it up at the end of the year. They're going to tear it up during championship playoffs. They're going to tear it up. All of it. Yep. Take it to the bank. I'm telling you right now. Boom. Browns. This is a championship team this year. Yes. This (laughs) is, this team is going to emulate the run game of the 2020 Titans. I call this team the 2021 Titans because Baker is going to get his gold from play action. Yep. He is not a quarterback that sits back and reads and then passes. He's not that good. That's I mean we. He's good. It, easy, easy, easy. We've seen see he's, he's got it. He's okay. He can make points. He can be up there. He's better than Jared Goff. He's better than all these other guys. Okay, but he's not pocket passing. He's not Justin Herbert or maybe you know he's not Josh Allen. He's not he's not these other guys. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. He, he's not a Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a pick and play. He's not going to pick defenses apart, but he's going to, he's going to benefit from play. He's going
1: to Tannehill it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and, and he also can run a little bit. He's not that fast, not as fast as Tanny, but I see this team looking very, very similar to last year's Titans. I call them the 2021 Titans. With
1: a better defense than, than amazing amazing, the 2020 Titans.
0: Amazing. <laughs> teams, yeah. So championship team right here. Okay. Giants. Here you go. Sorry. Giants fans. You have the worst offensive line in the NFL. It's so bad that I think I don't want to watch games, but just because I want to watch Saquon play, I think I will. What does that mean when you have a terrible line for offense in general? It means quick wide receiver routes. You aren't going to be able to get through, and I know this better than anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh my, I'm not going to get into that because we could talk for a while about that, but quick routes for all the wide receivers. They're, they're going to be – Chuck the ball in the air as far as you can or slants in, out. And it's going to be Saquon hard yards. Okay. But what does that mean for Kenny Galladay? Not good. Well, he likes deep routes, right? He's a guy that really benefits from deep routes, going up, getting the ball. He's a guy that can catch the ball with a lot of contest. He can't do a deep route if Daniel Jones is being sacked. Right. So I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm not saying that he can't get a contested slant or an in or out or something like that, but he's either going to have to change it up a little bit or it's coming back just a little bit. Okay. I'm sorry because yeah. I traded UKG. I'm not going to dog on <laughs> him right now. But <laughs> well,
1: I traded him away right after that. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chance good. has him now.
0: All right. We're good. Chancey's got a lot uh, going for him in his life, so. We'll just dog on KG. He's, he's gonna, he'll be fine. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Chiefs. I talked about this earlier, but I just want to bring it up. The Bucs exposed Tyreek during the Super Bowl. Everyone watched it. I know that the Chiefs sat in a room for eight months and tried to figure out how to not let that happen again. And they signed Schwartz, and they signed some other guys so that they, they can't get that much pressure. But you can't stop another defense from putting two safeties deep. And you're either going to have to show... That CEH is a dominant between-the-tackles runner, which we haven't seen yet. Right. Not even close. <laughs> right. <laughs> or something to that level of screens and stuff happening within that same area to kind of open it up. Mm-hmm. Because, I'm sorry, <laughs> but we, we all saw how to take Tyreek out of the game. We saw it. <laughs>
1: And every NFL team's just gonna steal the game plan.
0: Yep, we all saw it. We all saw it. We all saw it. Kelsey, he's gonna break. He 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 can break records this year. Oh yeah. And I think to this to this thought, Clyde has a chance to break out this year more so than ever because it's like, hey, do you want to do this for us? Because if you can, we are unguardable. Yes. Unbeatable. Yes. Don't even care what the defense looks like. They have a pretty (laughs) good defense. It just won't matter. Yeah, it won't matter. Okay, sweet. Um, Seahawks, they are going to run the ball all day long. Okay, and when they are done running the ball, I mean, it might kind of look like another Titans type of thing. They're going to play action. DK and Lockett are most likely going to be inconsistent for this year. Both of them. I don't think that you're really going to be able to be like, oh, throw DK and he's going to be great. You might do that for the first three weeks just because of where you drafted him and how he did last year, but this year it's going to be more inconsistent. And hot take, again, I like Tyler Lockett more as a, at his ADP, and I think he might be more consistent of a commodity this year than DK Metcalf. Ooh, buddy. That's my hot. Okay, Washington football team, the pressure is going to be on the defense. Okay, McLaurin's going to get his, but Gibby is going to not be as good as you people think he's going to be. <laughs> they are not putting the pressure on on ryan fitzpatrick that's not a good idea bless his heart and they're not going to pound gibson okay they're just not going to do it so they're going to play with what they got and what they have is a top three defense and that's how you win championships and they want to go deep oh yeah ron wants to go deep all right the cards they have an aerial assault this is the exact opposite Cliff's going to put all the pressure on Kyler. He paid up. Obviously, he got J.J. Watt. But he paid up so that he could get an aerial assault just like he had at Texas Tech. So now he's got it. And he's going. That's that's gonna, that's gonna the main. That's the meat of the Cardinals this year is an aerial attack. Where does Chase Edmonds fit into that?
1: Do you think? Well, Chase Edmonds is probably more the pass catcher there.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: As far as a running back goes.
0: But, Not real. I mean, I mean. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I don't see him fitting into that very much. Yeah, well, yeah, Especially I can see that. Especially since Kyler can just run it in, you know, right on the eight-yard line. drop yeah. Five wide, drop back, and run it in.
1: Well, and a lot of people think James Conner is going to be the, the goal line sort of back, see, so coming and, in.
0: And fantasy production-wise, I see James Conner as the 2020 Matt Breida no yeah sorry (laughs) but i don't see him doing anything this year because i don't really see chase doing a whole lot i mean i see him having some good games but i don't see him doing a whole lot this year
1: yeah yeah fair enough
0: and um that for the most part are the teams that i wanted to talk about and just kind of get a mindset for this year because i wanted to make sure that Cause I just, like I said, I say, I keep saying you people, but I keep seeing all these <laughs> things. And everybody
1: I, out there. <laughs> yeah. I want
0: to make sure that you guys understand, like they're not going to just pound Najee Harrison into the ground. Why would you do that with a terrible offensive line? They're going to get it to Deontay and Deontay is going to get his, but mm-hmm. it's, I mean, Deontay is going to be a good guy to draft. He's going to get production. I don't. I, he might really he might be a low 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 wide receiver one it might be like wide receiver 12 or wide receiver 11 i i think
1: I, i'm okay with that
0: okay <laughs> i might be 13 14 he's i like be...
1: Deontay a lot this year yeah i know but... you do
0: but he's gonna be in that in that area i think i don't see him breaking top 10 chase claypool if you're a truther i don't really see it because i don't i haven't ever seen consistency but the dude is a best ball player favorite.
1: Claypool is going to be a Tyler
0: Lockett. Yeah, he's a blow type. Like, boom, 200 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I see Claypool being like a 2020 Tyler Lockett sort of play. Me too. Where he could, I mean, maybe he does end up as a wide receiver one somehow, but it comes off on the back of getting 35% of your score of your yearly score in two games. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, which I, I believe is what Lockett did maybe it was 3 games but
0: no it was 3 i think I, I Yeah. know the first it's like a 30 the some
1: percent of his whole score for the season was in 3 games mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: <laughs> well that's kind of the yeah that's what i'm saying for Chase as well and then and then Juju man. sorry Juju i he's a, he's going to be looked at in the red zone again i think but he's not he ain't getting no nine touchdowns i don't think he was lucky to get that last year I don't know why he came back. I don't, I mean, I I heard he was getting like 11 from Miami.
1: Uh, he had a, I thought he had an offer from Kansas City as well. Yeah. So.
0: Like 11 from Kansas and Miami. And then he came back to Pittsburgh for like eight, which yeah. is less than Tyreek. Right. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, not Tyreek, but T-Y. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. T-Y. Blows, blows my mind. Yeah. Anyway though, on that note, let's move over to Miami. No touchy. I don't see a just sing- staying away. <laughs> I don't see a single player on the Dolphins that I want. I mean, I don't see a single guy I want to start this year. Yeah, not one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Will Fuller at his ADP right now, just because everyone thinks he's disgusting. Wow, well, so gross. I think he's
1: dealing with another injury thing right now, though. Too practice today? Oh, did he
0: practice he, he, today? Okay. I don't know what that means for Will <laughs> Fuller, but. He, he did practice today. Yeah. So, but other than that, get Tua out of my face, get Miles Gaskin. Alex, you can have Miles Gaskin. Um and like Jalen <laughs> <laughs> Waddle, he's really good, but no, I don't want him this year. And Mike gasecki No. Gesicki. Mike gasecki Mike No, nah, I don't want him. I don't want him. Okay? All right. My, Is that fair?
1: I, I, that's fair. I might... Waddle, waddle's one where I've considered taking a shot on late. If he falls down far enough, just I don't as bo- a high high reward sort of play. Uh, I mean, definitely high risk, high reward. But at his ADP, I mean, depending on how you build your team, a lot of the time you want to shoot for those, hey, maybe he could just pan out and be the next Justin Jefferson somehow. But... I, I personally don't think that's going to happen. No. But, I mean, if it's late enough in the draft, then I'll take a shot on him just for the hope <laughs> yeah. that he'll go. And if not, then I can drop him two weeks in and he's a, he's a pick dart, up a waiver wire. Dart throw so, right? Kind of. But I, mean. my, but I get what you're saying for the most part. I find myself usually staying away from Dolphins no completely. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, good.
0: Good. We're on the same page. Yep. Um, when I say Minnesota Vikings offense, what do you think?
1: Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. just two players. Okay, and that's
0: and both of them are sexy as hell, right? Obviously. Oh, and then
1: Thielen so, always <laughs> slips he's in. He's not. See, <laughs> but you didn't say it no. though. I got you. You did. You I caught got you. me. Yes, you did. And I got you again with. As with I thought about it, I was like, but then Thielen slips in there after those two. <laughs> but I
0: got you again with Kirk Cousins too.
1: Yes, at you did. ADP. Oh yeah. No, I wasn't even going to mention Kirk Cousins. There so. we
0: go. Yeah. So, you, so what, what I see with that team this year is, yeah, if you want to blow your wall, um, if you want to, if you want to draft, if you want to draft uh, Dalvin Cook at a high, I mean number two, right?
1: He's usually going two overall. Yeah, like second pick of the draft. So, Alex,
0: so, if you want to take Dalvin, go ahead. Um, but what I'm saying is, that, and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm here. I love it. And I think that it'll, do, it'll go great. But, and I think Ju- Justin Jefferson, I think has another good year. I don't think he's going to be, uh, I don't see him as top eight. Ooh. Sorry. Ooh. Guess what? I think Adam Thielen at this point in his career is better than Justin Jefferson at a lot of things. I don't think he's faster than Justin Jefferson. No. I don't think he makes as quick of cuts as Jeff- Justin Jefferson. No. But I think that Adam Thielen overall, when Kirk Cousins wants to pass the ball, trusts Adam Thielen more in a lot of ways that don't impact fantasy football. And I think that says a lot to who gets the ball and who gets the looks and who the game plan goes through.
1: Another non-sexy
0: gimme gimme. He is a non-sexy gimme. <laughs> but the thing is, is that is he going to get injured? He's been kind of a glass man lately, like in the Julio range. He's only 30 years old. Julio's 32, right? Right. So they're in that realm of drop-off with the body.
1: They certainly are.
0: So there's that to look out for. But Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, I want you guys to just kind of take that in consideration. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. I like it. So we talked about Justin Herbert. We talked about about, um, Keenan Allen. Yep. Okay. So we're good there. I think that Eckler wise we're good too. I I like the hype. I think mm-hmm. the hype is is uh, warranted. Yeah, with the Eckler. Okay, good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's probably going later than he should. He's another one that is often drafted after Antonio Gibson.
0: Oh, that's the, if so. you're drafting Austin <laughs> Eckler after Antonio Gibson, then it's usually sleeper.
1: that range. You see, delete sleeper. <laughs> you, you see. Never delete sleeper. They're great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you're that guy. Not sleep. a sponsor,
1: but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you usually see Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, all kind of. And Najee Harris. And Naj, yeah. Uh, all kind of being shuffled around in that range. Sometimes Clyde edwards Alaire gets up in that mix, but depends on the draft. So and sometimes, I mean, you see Eckler going well after some of those guys.
0: Mm-hmm. So Okay, well. And, but my second, I, the only reason I bring this up is the thing I wanted to say real quick before I move on to another team is I think that Eckler at some point goes down. Do you know the dimensions for Austin Eckler? Well, you have it up now. Right? got. Well, oh, I've just got his stats from last year here. He's five 5'10, nice. 200 pounds. And so. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. another numbers guy, kind of a little bit statistics. And people, I'm running backs that are under 215, 212 pounds. I don't like them to hold up in a workhorse role over the course of 16, even 17 games. I don't. And I love Austin Eckler this year. I think he's going to be a beast. I think he has top five potential on 0.5 or 1 PPRs. I really do. Is that hot? I, I, I don't see it as that hot. It's,
1: it's not crazy hot. I mean, it's it's warm. Okay, it's a it's warm take.
0: Okay. I, that's what I see. I, I really, really, really like him this year, but I think he goes down at some point. And I think the guy is... you listening, Kyle? (laughs) Roundtree. Oh, boy. Have you seen him in the preseason? (laughs) Have you seen him running? I'm not even talking about before. I'm talking about before defense. Yeah. touches him. He's quick. He is. He's sharp. He is. He he meets them with his face. He hits hard. He brings it to them.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. Is is his (laughs) first name Larry? Larry Roundtree. Larry. You remember that name. Yeah, I got Larry. Good job.
0: I really like him.
1: Be quiet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't You're giving away too much. <laughs> I just, I really like him. I think Eck goes down at some point And I think that they put, I'm not saying Roundtree takes over for that. I think that they, when you talk about how the Vikings work with Madison and all that, and how the, I talked about the Packers, I think when Eckler goes, and I said, when? Eckler goes when, down. When? Yes. <laughs> well, the pressure goes on Keenan. And the pressure goes on Mike Williams. And Mike Williams will make you cry this year. He will make you cry. <laughs> he is not. I he, think that he, he's pretty good at that. He has all. He has everything right here in front of him to do it this year. He will not do it. All right. He will not do <laughs> it this year. Take him at ADP. Go ahead. If he slides, grab him. Yeah. But if you're taking him at ADP, and if you people are reaching for him, <laughs> you people... Do not reach for Mike Williams. Are you, are you, he will make you
1: cry. Are you just talking to general people? Or are you talking to our our leagues?
0: Nah. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. If you're listening right now, you you're sitting there going, "Oh my God, he's talking about me." And then, then you, you know then it. you know, yeah. Okay, stop fair enough. mocking and taking him early. Stop it. Fair enough. Stop taking Antonio Gibson early. Well, knock it off.
1: To to just get you back to Roundtree here, and Eckler. E- Eckler usually runs about 60% of snaps. And obviously we know that the majority of his game is in the receiving game because when he was healthy from week 12 on, he was averaging about eight targets per game and probably about seven or six receptions. It's amazing. His first his first game back, he got 16 targets and 11 receptions. Uh, so, I mean, that was massive. And he's typically getting about... 10 to 15 carries a game so i mean you've got 40 percent of snaps available for another running back and probably a solid 10 to 15
0: carries you don't have to do right this. there you don't have to do this if you don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Shh. we're not gonna talk about it yeah, anymore you don't but have to no you do now larry roundtree just keep a keep an eye out for him I'll do it. at the end of your draft he'll work out for you he won't make you Anyway. Okay, moving on. Okay, let's talk about the Jags because all of a sudden some stuff's happened. I want to say one thing. Before the Etienne happened, I was taking J-Rob at ADP. Oh. Okay, I was. Bold. And I showed you I was too. I'm not yes. lying, am I? No. Nope. That's right. He was. <laughs> I was doing it. <laughs> I've I'm not, it. I've seen him do it. Yeah, I'm not full of it. And I traded J-Rob to Ben and I'm really regretting it now. Our I am I'm hurting.
1: My team is slowly becoming a contender.
0: I like to see it too.
1: As I Good rebuilt, for
0: you. Good for you. I, like I to shipped everybody off. Do you have eight first round 2023? Tw- I Tom, have seven? six
1: 2023 first round picks and six. five 2024 first round picks.
0: Both of them are mine. Both <laughs> Not, You have both of mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's okay. When you talk about the Jags offenses here, what I, I think that you should, what you should be thinking about is Urban wants he's going to run the ball. I think that he has the same the same mindset. Do I want to put everything on Trevor Lawrence in two mediocre I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, LaVisca's two <laughs> mediocre wide receivers? No, I don't really want to do that because that's what's pretty much destroyed the Jacksonville Jaguars for the last better half of a decade.
1: Is the other one Chark? Or is the other one Marvin Jones? Because how dare you besmirch Marvin Jones? Oh no, the sir. other one was Chark. <laughs> okay, the other one was okay. Chark.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I think Marvin Jones I have
1: fully converted over to your side of of Chark because oh. I know we debated that in a couple yeah. couple episodes last year. But I have fully. You've come over. Come over to your side. God,
0: I've been tearing him up for like a year and a half. Yeah, you have, I'm and sorry. I have
1: fully converted yeah. over to to your side there. Poor so. Guy. So I I can agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I don't. I think what he what the thought is going into the season is how do I want to start games off? What do I want to do with the offense to have the mindset with the defense be? And that's stop the run because the run is the first threat. I mean, in any game you talk about basketball, like all of the old traditional styles, I I see Urban as a smart guy. I think he's going to do smart things every once in a while. Sorry, Kyle, but I don't. See, he's not a Kyle Shanahan. He's not a Andy Reid. He's not like you know these Sean McVays. But I think that he has enough to set to know once I establish the run game, then I can start to develop my pass game because I'll open up looks for my rookie QB. Mm-hmm. If you destroy the confidence of a rookie QB in the first five games. That's how you get Jameis Winston. That's how you get Marcus Mariota. That's how you get these guys that are like, I don't even know who I am in this league. I don't know what I'm doing. So he wants that identity and he wants the offensive identity of run first. James Robinson, as of today, is back in the talk for a top 10 running back season and redraft.
1: Well, I hope you're right. (laughs) I don't understand how he's not. I hope that you're right. And I hope you're not giving Urban Meyer... Too Much credit <laughs> that's <laughs> to run the
0: ball, that's the one thing, and drop down to, I, to James. I, now I get I know what he you was, mean, Kyle. I it's a simple me, concept, I feel like. He, he Kyle was texting me week three, and he was like, Look at this guy, he's catching, he's running, like he's pretty quick. He looks like a Phil Lindsay. Yep, and he kind of was. It, yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. He was, I mean, he was RB7, right? Yeah, yeah, I. I I see him building on that. I see him a little better this year. I, I I hear that he's building on that and I hear that he's better this year. We all saw the video of him picking up the blitz for a third down and Oh and yeah. We all saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. And so they trust him. So I think that the offense uh runs through James Robinson this year. Is that weird? I, he, nah, I'm
1: I'm gonna i I mean it could be weird. I think he's a league, but winner. I'm gonna right now. accept it
0: and I'm gonna like your words. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the people drafting today, good for you. You can actually even reach for him right now a little bit.
1: Well, you I mean, you're, you're going to have to reach for him, I think, just because he's still sitting yeah. down there on the ADP list on yeah, probably whatever platform you're drafting on. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if you really want to get him, you're probably going to have to reach because at some point somebody's
0: going to. With yeah. the
1: news of ETN going down, somebody's going to reach for him. Kind of so. like a
0: Daryl Henderson type of Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are the biggest, those are the sexiest teams. That I've seen the biggest kind of like this huge mind cloud above. And, yeah. And I'm kind of that. These are the teams that I wanted to be like, whoa, slow down. Like they're not letting Russ cook this year. And uh, I think we got that in. So I feel pretty good about that.
1: I, I know. I liked it. You did. Did good there. You did good. That was some good headlines from all those teams.
0: The last thing that's pretty quick that I'm wrapping this up with is, I talked about a couple times, equity. How much are you paying which players before the first snap of the first game? Okay. And that aspect of the NFL shows you the game plan that they have in the offseason, they're coming into the season with. And that's huge because... Don't get me wrong, every good coach will adapt to what the defense gives them in game. You know, Sean McVay doesn't go into a game and go, keep doing what we've been doing this entire time. It's what we talked about before in the locker room. <laughs> he is like, okay, they're doing this. They're giving me a 4 3. They're giving me two safeties up. They're giving me this and that audible in game. Obviously, he's a genius and I'm just rambling paraphrases, but <laughs> they adapt in game, they don't just keep going. The aspect of having these guys that they game planned for in August and June and July and even April before they drafted, they paid them all these big bucks. Didn't they? They paid like they paid Robbie like sixteen mil guaranteed, thirty mil today, right? Two years, fifteen. Two year
1: contract extension, yeah, yeah. Like
0: sixteen guaranteed. That's big. That's a perfect example of guess who's getting the ball this year? If you're not named Christian McCaffrey, Robbie and DJ.
1: Yep.
0: So that. I mean, and, and Curtis got one too. Or oh, wait, no, Curtis isn't there anymore, obviously. No, he's Curtis on
1: Samuel team. got paid from Washington football team.
0: So all <laughs> of you people reaching for Terrace Marshall, you need to stop in a redraft. You need, to, you need yeah. to stop. You need to check yourself because I think they're trying, Matt Rule's trying to simple things up a little bit, and he knows what he's going to do now. They get the identity of that team for Sam Darnold. Yep, yep. When you look at equity on some of these teams, they're pretty weird to how you guys are talking about these teams. One of them is the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, I brought that up with Zach Ertz. Who, yeah, he's going to get some looks this year, guys. He's going to get. He's going to be moving the chains for them.
1: <laughs> he's making that money. They gotta use him, right?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be gross, <laughs> but that's what's going to happen for them this year. I don't see Jalen Rager breaking out. I'm sorry, I don't. I see Devonte Smith getting targets but I don't know how it's going to work out.
1: It's like if you go to a fancy restaurant and you don't typically go to fancy restaurants <laughs> and you want to you want to try something new and you get the caviar and that those eggs cost you however much amount of money. Let's say 300 bucks. 300 bucks. And you don't like it, you're going to sit there and you're going to eat it because you paid $300 for those fish eggs on your plate.
0: You'll wipe it clean with your tongue because it's Russian sturgeon's fish eggs. And you're, you're not going to not taste tastes terrible. Yeah, disgusting, yeah. Kind of like Zach Ertz right now. It, Zach Ertz <laughs> is exactly that. Zach right? Ertz is caviar when you don't eat caviar. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton is the bull lick that you have at the end of this awful experience at this five-star restaurant. He is the bull lick that you did. That's it. That's it. Because that's just the way it's going to be. Am I saying that JT's not going to get the ball, you know, a lot? No, I'm not saying that. But TY is going to get his, guys. He's going to get like 8 targets a game. They paid him the money they, to come back for a year. They did. And when they paid him that money, that meant this. We're going to get you the ball. How much money are they paying AJ Green? Ooh, Aren't that they
1: paying I him don't like know. like 7 mil? He yeah, he got a pretty good contract i mean so yeah aj green's another
0: one to bring up it's a terrible contract it's a, for a guy that's passed probably julio in body breakdown i think i think i thought it was awful a really uh, bad decision one,
1: yeah one year deal worth eight million
0: that's so. disgusting in a bad way
1: and man i and i was all aboard aj green for the last two years and yeah, when i watched him last year i Fell off. He, yeah. I mean, I noticed that he is just not the same guy that he used to be. And I wanted to believe so much that he would be.
0: Me too. We, we like him.
1: <sighs> he was one. He's always been one of my favorite wide receivers. Yeah. Always. He's but a likable guy. He just <laughs> he fell off. He doesn't seem to have the same burst. I mean, he has sounded like he's been doing okay in camp with the Cardinals. but
0: yeah, That's camp speak.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, it is hard to trust a lot of the time. Yeah.
0: You hear some of these things in camp. But what does this mean in the talk I'm giving right now? And that in the realm oh, he's of equity gonna be
1: used he's in the realm of $8 equity, million, dollars.
0: he is in some sort of schematic plan for cliff Kingsbury to get someone in some sort of range open. I don't understand it, but then again, I'm not cliff Kingsbury. I'm not Sean McVay. They paid him $8 million. I mean, like right now, if I'm thinking about the Seahawks cap, um, I don't even I don't think Chris Carson makes like is making 4 on this brand new contract he just got. Uh, running backs aren't a very good example. Uh Tyler <laughs> yeah. Lockett, what did it, what his contract was 13 a year? Tyler Lockett. One. Yeah, three, it was up around
1: that range.
0: 3 years 40 million or something like that? Maybe a little more. It
1: was signed a Four-year, $69 million. Okay, so that's more like 15. $37 million guaranteed. Four-year, $69.2 million contract extension.
0: Well, that's a s ton of a lot more equity, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. When we're talking about this year redraft, I honestly, and I don't know how much of AJ's contract is guaranteed.
1: Oh, uh, Lockett's was 17250000 per year.
0: So, that's double the amount of equity. And that is another huge reason why. When did they sign that? Like in March?
1: Yeah, that was, that doesn't say here. Let's see.
0: I'm pretty sure like in March. That is the, like, I'm not, dude. It's going to be Russell. April
1: seventh was when this April 7th? is on here. Yeah,
0: that is play action timing. Throw the ball before his head turns around. Tyler Lockett. That's not a DK thing. And and he's going to be there until DK gets his contract. That's what yep. that is. And there's a reason for that. And you you're uh, it's everyone's dogging on him right now because of the <laughs> oh three games forty percent. Yeah, I get it. But the equity's right there and staring you in the face. It's been there since March. You have to take that into consideration. And that's on a lot of these different teams that people aren't noticing because they're not sexy. It's the new hotness, man. They're all about the new hotness. Exactly. You (laughs) got to take the stuff that's on sale, that's on clearance. And just like, you know, you got to be that type B guy. You got to be that clean shaven guy when everyone's doing the beard braids. You got to be that guy. I'm sitting here with a full beard. Same. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm obviously not that guy. But anyway, that's my last thing is equity. When you are looking at teams and you're thinking about who to draft, especially late, who might take a, like, who might be the James Robinson, the Darren Waller of 2021. It's not Noah Gray, everyone. It's not Noah Gray. But I think that it's these people that might. <laughs> Sorry, I have to keep referencing you people. And I, I love that's it. Another I love one, it. That's another one that really takes me off. It was like for a week, it was like, Noah Gray. Do you realize the person that's above him? It's Travis Kelsey. They're gonna make a plaque, a shrine of him. You need to stop. He's nothing even close. No. But anyway, um, that's something that you guys that we should all take into consideration before we draft so that we can get these guys that actually not the Dornell Mooney league winner to the moon. I'm sorry. I, I'm not hurting anyone's feelings hopefully, but these guys that have equity are league winners. And they're going to come out of nowhere and you're going to spend all your fab on them week two. Hey, instead of spending all the fab on them, once you draft them early and look like a genius?
1: Ooh. Go for it, man. Ooh. As they say in business, follow
0: the money. Yep, exactly. <laughs> all the money. What did I say? I'm the Charlie Sheen guy, or did we figure Michael Douglas? Oh, yeah, I, th-
1: I think it is Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael yeah, Douglas. it was Michael Douglas.
0: <laughs> gotta be Michael yeah. Douglas, man. Be Michael Douglas. Be Michael Douglas. And that's all. Wall I got. Street. Wow. That's it.
1: Oh well, out of all that squatch, you made me like Tyler Lockett a lot more.
0: Good. <laughs> I hope I made a lot of people. And you realize.
1: validated my takes on a lot of people as well. Good. So all this all this fantasy radio and TV and NFL stuff you've just been playing as you slept in your cave and just absorbed it and took it in and had wild fantasy dreams. I think you, you did quite well to Thank come you. out here and give your Squatch thoughts you. to the world. And hopefully you'll help people win a couple of championships this year. That's what I'm here for. Hopefully me.
0: Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not you. Wait, hold on. How Maybe do you know about the Texans backfield? gross but is some... there any points there to take away because they're all going really deep like that's another one where I, like...
1: if i if i at all take a shot on a texans running back it's probably philip Lindsay. but
0: what what is there <laughs> though like what do you expect in return like if it's a, if it's a, a stock lot. that you're buying if it's a stock that you're buying how much is that stock price oh that's not good. Is it a penny
1: stock? It's definitely a penny stock for <laughs> sure. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Okay. What about if and it's you're... not going to
1: make you much?
0: No. Okay. All right. For sure. For sure.
1: Pretty much. I, I I. mean, I can say with <laughs> almost hundred percent certainty that like maybe, a, maybe a flex play. Okay. Maybe a flex play, but I, not I, even a, not even a Jarvis Landry level flex where it's like, okay, I know he's gonna do this for me. <laughs> I agree. It's just uh, okay. Well, somebody's got to score points, and I'm willing to bet that Philip Lindsay gets at least ten touches. So <laughs> maybe he busts something off and does something. Maybe for, I'm just
0: saying for like twenty man leagues or or something like that. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, in a twenty person league, you're gonna have to draft <laughs>
0: probably all of them. Probably but yeah. Well so for Superflex, Tyrod. What a no. same thing? Penny stock?
1: Yeah, I don't see Tyrod going mm. anywhere. He is completely
0: left for dead. But yeah, penny stock for okay. sure. And I last thing, Ugh. actually think about this before you say it, because it's easy to just say like, oh gross. Brandon Cooks.
1: Oh, okay. That's one where I think he may be a value where he
0: is because sometimes it's an, brandon cooks man he's a thousand yard guy for seven teams <laughs> their defense teams.
1: isn't gonna be good they're gonna have to throw the ball and it's an nfl team they're going to move the ball they're gonna score points at some point if there's one player <laughs> from the texans that's funny. if there's one player from the texans that i would take it would be brandon cooks at his current adp okay so okay. yeah <laughs> all right, enough said. Then I think we're good. <laughs> enough said. We covered just about everything. Uh, Squatch here, Matt had a, a year's worth of thoughts just pent up in that big head of his, ready to get it out.
0: <laughs> I don't think we got to go into teams like the Cowboys and stuff like that because that's just like go for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's all those, all those ones. We didn't really cover no. cover much of Denver uh, or anything, but that's probably a good thing with me here. <laughs> <laughs> if you I would- have the biased opinions. All the time. So. Okay,
0: if we can, <laughs> let's take a one minute take. Just ready, set, go. Running, you you go. Running backs, wide receivers. Don't do tight ends, but running backs, wide receivers and Q, in QBs for Denver. What I, do you think?
1: I like Javante Williams. I think he will be in the redraft? lead back there. In I, I I like Javante and redraft. What week? I think. L- what week lead back? Uh, I think I think he's going to get a good number of carries to start off with. Um, probably ten to thirteen. Touches a game to start with. And then I think he's just going to show that he's the more dominant back as the year goes on. So I think his workload is just going to increase. So I'm comfortable taking him. Uh, He is going maybe a little early right now, depending on what your draft strategy is. Uh, Wide receivers. I think Cortland's going to make a good return. I think he's going to be probably the number one target there. But Jerry
0: Judy. Here we go
1: tearing it up buddy yep he is showing out in camp and actually there's a lot even from last year that points to Jerry Judy actually was good last year he just didn't get catchable balls he had a couple of games where he did have some drops but that's I mean, it, that's fixable he it, he admitted himself he was thinking about running before he caught the ball
0: a drop season, you
1: never do that yeah. but his separation is really what a lot of people point to where jerry judy was running wide open and drew Locke just didn't see him <laughs> so i think i th- i think that the wide receivers are probably well i think jerry judy is going to be better with teddy bridgewater I think Cortland's probably going to be better with Drew Locke, and I'm just really hoping that one of Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater take a step up. But
0: <laughs> so, what does that mean? I I honestly think it's Teddy. So I you,
1: I'm kind of thinking Teddy too. At after least week one, this after this last preseason game, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Teddy took a step forward. Okay. In the QB race, but we'll see what happens after this third preseason game because Fangio's keeping it dead even right now, and yeah. he's still not naming a starter. So
0: all
1: right, we'll see we'll see, but I like Javante. I think if you can get him around later, then I would be okay with that, but you're most likely not going to be able to Melvin Gordon. If he falls far enough, I th- he's going to get work. It's going to be kind of like Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon last year. So I would feel okay with taking Melvin Gordon. If you're really light on running backs, <laughs> if you're playing like the anchor running back method or the zero RB method, Melvin Gordon's okay. Uh, and then Judy and Cortland, I'm actually okay at their ADP right now. So,
0: both top 20?
1: No, I don't know. that. Okay. <sighs> I mean, that's okay. bold. I want okay. them to be. I, I want them to I'm be. I'm glad you said it, though. I'm glad you can say <laughs> it. I think, I think, say they, think it. they both could be uh, wide receiver twos okay. uh, if Locke or Teddy take the step forward. Okay. We saw Teddy support three or no threat. It was, what did he have? It was like, Three wide receivers had almost a 1,000 yards or something like It was something weird like that. But yeah. And that was in Carolina, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, that was Squatch's thoughts. We found him. We woke him up. He's back. He let the world know that he doesn't like some of your takes. No. <laughs> and that you need to take a little deeper look at what's going on. Yeah. Especially equity wise.
0: Yeah. And also just stop with the jersey sale picking. (laughs) Jersey sale picking doesn't win leagues. Boom. No, it does not. Well, that'll do it
1: for the Squatch. I'm Ben. We are the fantasy chairman. Fantasy Chairman Podcast, Sasquatch Square Off. Follow us on Twitter at Chairman Fantasy, at Fantasy Squatch, and at Find FF Leagues, and our website, www.fantasychairman.com. And yeah, like, rate, and review on all the podcast platforms. Let's, uh, let's get on out of here, Squatch.
0: We'll see you guys later.
1: Get you out of your cave, and we'll walk on down the old dusty trail.
0: Instead of walking, let's ride. Goodbye.